<laughs> welcome, welcome back to the Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast. I'm your humble co-host, Ween. And I am Ray. And we watch and review horror movies so you don't have to. Oh, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> this is prime example. Yes. Yup. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're, just gonna, we're out here to save you some time. Yep. Out of the goodness of our hearts. Yeah, because holy crap. Oh, wow. Wowie Wowzers. wow. Wow. Wowzers. <laughs> so, if you are just joining us for the first time. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, but if not, um, then you possibly know that this month we um, are having... A split personality. Yep, yep. <laughs> we are doing Women's History Month and also, or Women's Month and um, I and Pride of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it live. We're doing we're it do- both. We're doing it both. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Saint Maud. Yes, starting the gorgeous Jennifer. Is it Ailey or Ale? I don't know. I we sh- we should look at before we talk about yeah. it. But I have a spoil the biggest surprise. Really about that? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I think I don't know if you know this about her, but it's gonna be awesome. Oh, good, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then oh, the Babadook. Yeah, yeah. Babadook, Duke, Duke. <laughs> It kind of sounds like Scooby Doo, <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Guys, why? Why? Oh, it's fine. It's we'll fine. get to it. Um. Hey Ray. So, yeah. What tickled your pickle this week? Um. Well, so I was just saying that, like, we were talking about pickle tickles, and I was like, "Well, is yours is better than mine." <laughs> um. Because. Oh wait, I've got two. First one is that we saw Cocaine Bear last week, and it was awesome. Yes. It was fucking awesome! It was great. If you haven't seen our YouTube review, review go check it out. Yep. It's only 10, 10 minutes? 20 minutes? 20 minutes, maybe. It's about a 20-minute video. Check it out. Yeah, we just, we don't, no spoilers, we just gush about it, pretty much. Um, but we had a blast. Um, and then um, a little... A little thing called the Mandalorian came back. Hey, a little thing. Yeah. So. Pedro Pascal is having the time of his life right now. He's having his best life right now, and I am here for it. Yeah. Every time someone calls him daddy, I'm like, I don't like that word, but I'm here for it. But I don't, I don't like it. But I. But I'm. But yes. Yes, because he then he will respond to, "Hey, mama," and I'm like. (laughs) I just came. Dreamy. Dreamy. (laughs) Dreamy McSteamy. Oh. I have liked him for a while. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's coming to his own. Yeah. Like, he is, like, leading man. Here I am. Yes. Totally. he seems like the nicest dude, too. Yeah. Like, and he has a love affair with Oscar Isaac that cannot be tamed. (laughs) And I love it. I love it for them. And I love it for me. Yes. So. I'm excited. Um, also, a uh, trailer for Ted Lasso came out, so that was exciting, Woo! too. Yep. Yeah! Yeah, because by the time we get to the Irish selections, <laughs> Ted Lasso will be out. So, the third season. Huzzah. Huzzah. Ween. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> what tickles your pickle? 
<laughs> in case you're new to this to, to our podcast, that was Bucky. <laughs> Bucky the Barnes. Bucky S. Barnes. <laughs> who, who, who killed a squirrel? Who killed Chip or Dale this past oh! two weeks? And made me so angry that I broke a, a mirror. Anyhow, <laughs> it's been a great week, guys. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So, anywho. Anywho's please. Yes. Um, what tickled your pickle? Well, I'll tell you. Please do. It's the same as last time. I got a new job, bitches. <laughs> Woo! I like it. And I finally got to. It's been a rigorous process. This is the longest. Okay. I just. I. It is March 5th. I applied December 21st. Yeah, it's been a long, drawn out process. I had to pass a background check. I had to do four different crazy interviews, mm-hmm. but I got it. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, and I got to put it. in. I got to put in my two weeks, and I was super nervous because my boss is a very intense person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I took about two shots of liquid courage before I called him. Yeah. We all- it's, we've all been there. It's a little scared. <laughs> scared. But he was, but honestly, he was great about it. I was really pleased. I, he, he, you know, it was a lot better than I could have anticipated. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. He said, you got to do what you got to do for you and your family, exactly. for you and yours. You gotta, you gotta and isn't that, isn't that it at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, as, as a boss... As a, a boss, boss. <laughs> um, I will tell you that that is the best thing that you can do is you can leave your as your person leaves you in a better situation and having moved they're moving into a better situation um, because of you. Absolutely. So there's nothing better that you can feel as a boss. There, if you're a dick, then you have then you cry and you swear at them. When you, <laughs> which has happened to poor Ray. Yup. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. yeah. She can go to hell. Great. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm excited for me. I'm starting to get excited. I was terrified before, but now I'm getting excited. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I don't I like know why it. I sing that, but I like it. Yeah. We're very singing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Again, if you have, <laughs> this is your first time with us, welcome. But we sing all the time. Get your ear holes prepared. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I guess it's you asking me the question. Yes, it's trivia oh, time. So what yeah. I did, and I think I'm going to do any of the ones I don't get. Yeah. I'm going to go watch them because I was so upset. Oh, I like that. That I didn't get um, the Phantom of the Opera. So I went and I watched Phantom of the Opera. Did you really? I did. Which made me laugh because I had it on and I'm like doing other things. And I'm like, wait, where's the sound? Uh, oh. Derm. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. What? Why was it a good idea to make, before talkies, to make a movie about the opera when you had no sound? Uh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> But it was a popular spooky. novel. It's spooky. <laughs> it um, is. It's spooky. It's very spooky. Um, in fact, a lot of um, the makeup and, and the ideas for the Babadook were taken from the Phantom of the Opera, the 19... This Lon Chaney's Phantom of the Opera. So that's what Jennifer West, Kest, whatever her name is. 
We'll talk. The Babadook. I don't know who yeah. directed it. She said that that Kent, a lot of... Kent, I thought. Kent, yeah. Kent. She said a lot of that inspiration came from that movie. Yeah. All right. So our trigger pursuit. So um, categories. Monster, gore, disturbing, psychological, paranormal, killer, or international. Let's see. Oh, I think I asked you that already. Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did that. Oh, you did that for me. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to yes. pick out of the middle. Okay. Here we go. Wait till we play with this with somebody and we're going to be like, ha ha, we know all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. 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 Uh, in what country is Ginger Snaps in two th- from 2000 set? Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Because I was, oh, I went, Ginger Snaps 2 is in the past, I believe. It's like, but past Canada. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Canada. This is interesting. What's I'm going to have you take a guess. Okay. Dead of Night from 1945. Okay. Had how many separate directors? Four? Yes. Oh. Right on the nose. It had four. Um, Alberto uh, Cavalcanti, Charles Crichton, Robert Hammer, and Basil Dearden. Was it an anthology? I don't know. It might have been an anthology. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, Ham- Hammer was in there. That I would assume is that's where Hammer Horror comes from. Yeah. Oh, FYI, guys, if you are interested, there's a book called Shock Shock Value that I've been listening to um, from a writer from the New York Times. And it's pretty much a history, you know, um, the history, one of the histories of um, horror films, like uh, film history in general, but like mostly horror. It's very good. I love that face. That's a good question. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, this is... I don't remember what category. I should be saying the categories, but I haven't. This is from Psychological. Okay. Uh, at the 75th Golden Globe Awards, Get Out was nominated for Best Most Motion Picture in what category? Because they don't know what else to do with these movies. Um, uh, comedy or, or comedy or musical. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's Golden Globes. No one fucking cares about. Well, the that's Globes. true. I mean, we'll, it'll be a few more years and that will be gone because no one watched it this year because I think everyone was tired of, well, because that's why Brent, the head of the uh, foreign pre- uh, press is the reason why Brendan Fraser had left Hollywood for so long is because he was assaulted pretty yeah. much by the head of yeah yeah so so was chris rock but uh <laughs> by the head of the okay. foreign press no oh oh by but Will he, Smith. That, was, that was it that was at the academy so. awards yeah. never <laughs> yeah. mind yeah i get all i don't care they're all the same they're i don't all, give a fuck no mm. okay um Which character is not a protege of Jigsaw in the Saw series? Will you get this or? Oh, is there is there names? Yeah, Amanda Young, Mark Hoffman, Logan Nelson, or Peter Strand. Logan. 
Peter Strand. Oh, damn. I knew Amanda, and I knew the other one, Jack, whatever his name was. Because one of them is, is Dottie Wahlberg. Uh, in Silence of the Lambs, <gasps> Yay. with what kind of beans does Hannibal Lecter say he ate the liver of a census taker? Fava beans. Yeah. <laughs> in a dry Chianti. Chianti. I was like, that's not how you say it. You know that. You do do. You know it's Chianti. It's not Chianti. I just watched that the other day. God, I love that movie. Oi. Okay. And that was Sherman. <laughs> Sherman the cat. General I have, Sherman. I have no <laughs> My my animals just rule my life. They do. God. Um Boop, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. In what year is the Blair Witch Project set? 1994. Yeah! Nice! Uh, Shutter, in 2004, is a horror film from what country? Japan. Oh! Thailand? Yes. Damn it! Okay... Just gonna. In what 2002 zombie film does the outbreak begin when activists set lab animals free? 2002? Mm hmm. Zombie uh, realness. Do you want a clue? I think it's a George Romero, isn't it? Not? No. Oh, yeah, clue is good. Fast zombies. Oh, uh, 28 Days Later? Yes. Okay. Okay. This I, was the introduction reason, of the fast zombie. For some reason, I thought that was older than 2002. For some reason. Oh, like really? I, yeah. Not like, I mean, not like a couple years, not like. In Martyrs. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what is the title of the leader of the Sinister Organization? I have no clue. Mademoiselle. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, in what decade is Texas Chainsaw set? Oh, the 70s. Yeah. yeah. If you're not going to get that, I mean. We, why are we having a podcast? Is that what you were going to say? Oh! Okay. Here's one. Okay. The titular monster in Babadook. <laughs> your face. <laughs> is found in a pop-up book titled what? Mr. Babadook. Yes! I did want that book. Yeah, I kind of do. I, you and I want. This is what. I, hmm. No, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna wait till we get to it, because I'll tell you what I want. I want a Richard's, no Edward Gorey live action of that fucking book. That's what I want. That's yeah. what I wanted this to be. Yeah. That's what I want. Anyhow. Anyhow. Anywho. Uh, in Theater of Blood from 1973, Edward Lionheart recites passages by what playwright? Ooh, yeah, Oscar Wilde. I don't know. Stuck together. Uh, Shakespeare. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you know this one. Although released as Dead Alive in North America, <gasps> what was the original title for the film? Brain dead. Yes. <laughs> My brain went dead for a second. <laughs> Duh. Ooh. 
Is the killer caught at the end of Black Christmas from 1974? It he they are not. That is true. It's a you think they are because everyone thinks it's the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the boyfriend. It wasn't because they're a <laughs> And she's gonna be dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead skis. Uh, Let's just do one more. Oh, one more. This is interesting. Okay. One of my favorites. Okay. One of my favorite film directors. Oh, okay. I know who it is now. Okay. Uh, The Birds. Uh (laughs) Lacked what conventional film element? A monster. No. Like, like production value of, like, what, what was missing? Oh, a soundtrack? Yes. Oh. A musical score. Because, like, okay. And the reason I say monster Isn't monsters, that fascinating? That it is made it so creepy. And the reason I say monster is because it's just a bunch of fucking birds. Yeah. There's not one giant bird. Yeah, that's true. That, There's like, no mega bird. There's no al- albatross. <laughs> There's not one. Just... Miss, Mr. Bird. <laughs> Mr. Bird. Awesome. Great job. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, you know way more than I do. <laughs> no, I don't but I will give it a try next hey, time. Man. Um, I guess now I'm going to watch The Birds. I'm trying to think of what one I did uh, right. The and then... Birds is so... Oh, it's a... I've seen it. It's Chef's been a kiss. long time. Yeah. Been a bit. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about St. Maud. St. Maud. Or as, as I was calling her, St. Cod. Or as my... <laughs> My notes kept autocorrecting to Saint Maid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you why I was calling her Cod when we get there. There we go. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in two and two. We're back. We're back. What up, <laughs> bitches? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Tonight we're doing, it's funny, we're doing two, like, female movies. They're female both, female both, directed, right? Female directed, female written. Yeah. Um, and they're international. They're not even American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I didn't fine. think about that, but oh well. It's fine. Um, it just shows you that... Other countries are better than us. Yes, so. They're way more progressed. <laughs> they are. Now, this movie, um, although I think it has a tag of, like, it was up for the Chainsaw Awards last year for the 2021, I think. I think. It actually only came, it came out in 2019. So, um, has a, you have all your Yeah, your it, uh, it's an, uh, from 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, running time, one hour, 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. So not a whole lot of your time. Yes, no. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 93%. The critics score was 93%. Yeah. Audience score, 65. Yeah, that's that's about that right. That tracks. That tracks. I, I get why the critics like it. I do too. If you're not. But I also get why the audience doesn't appreciate it so much 100 percent. it'll be interesting when we get to our ratings and yeah yeah cold blood you know cold black hearts yeah for us yeah i don't know 
Um, this will be interesting. It will be interesting. So I found a really interesting article by Christina Pasqua called St. Maud and the Terror of God's Presence. And it's a review of the movie, but she kind of goes into some like ideas about uh, religion, gender, um, that I really thought spoke really closely to this movie. Maybe okay. After like, oh, huh. Um, like just a, a couple of different things as we go through, we'll talk, I, I was going to bring them up. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. So let's see if there's, I mean, I'm sure there's trivia. I, I looked at yeah. it a little bit. Mod's eyes are, the mod's eyes, dark, two different colors, the whole movie. I think so. I think it's just the lighting. Like I didn't notice until more than halfway through the movie. Same, same. And I was like, like when she was on the dock. I noticed that's when, when I Joy first came noticed into her house. Oh yeah, and that was the second time mm-hmm. I noticed. Yeah, there is very there were very few notes in here for trivia. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it's a newer movie too. Yeah, so this girl who um, her name's uh, Morfid Clark. I'm sure she's um, Swedish and Welsh. Okay. Um, she starred in Pride and Prejudice and Zombie. She plays Ge- Georgiana. Nice. So, uh, which, if you guys have not seen that, it's great. It's great. I've read the book, too. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Just just fun. It's it's stupid fun. It's yeah. stupid fun. Um, so the other star in this is Jennifer... We should look up how to say her name. You know name. what? As we're just just spanking <laughs> around here, um, pronunciation. Let's see. Sometimes they will just tell me. Uh, okay. How do you pronounce Jennifer? Here we go. We'll all get to hear it. Pronouncenames.com. Jennifer Eel. Jennifer Eel. Eel. Okay. Her um, mother. Was uh, uh, her mother is British actress, okay, and her father is an American playwright, or it's opposite, like British, one of the two. Yeah, I cannot remember. She's American. Yeah, she's from North Carolina. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That's my big thing. Yeah, I was like, it blew my my. So the reason it's nuts to us and probably no one in this audience <laughs> is that she is when everybody talks about Pride and Prejudice. Yes, they immediately think of the nineteen ninety five Colin Firth version, Jennifer Eel series. Plays, she plays Lizzie Bennet, and she is the epitome of Lizzie Bennet. Yes, and up till then. Up till then, because I do think Kira gives her a little bit of a run, mm-hmm. but she's still, everyone is, she's the titular, and she does, I mean, her accent is flawless. Yeah. You would, I thought she was British for so many years. Shocker. Yeah. I, the shock upon shocks to find out that she's American, because I was like, why the fuck has she got an American accent in here? Still don't understand why she had an American accent in here. Yeah. Because... It takes place, and I think it's Blackpool. I think that's where it's supposed yeah. to be. Somewhere, like, because there was a lot of casinos and things. Yeah, there was, like, Coney Island yeah. something or other setting. And that's, I think Blackpool is kind of like a like a small Atlantic City, I think. Yeah, yeah. outside of London, like, well outside of London. Yeah, yeah. Closer to, like, um, uh, but, 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 um, not Wales, um, but, but, but Manchester, that mm-hmm. sort of area. Okay, so we so it's a movie that was 
distributed. Now, so that's the other thing that's like, yeah. it is it's A24 all over this bitch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, it was distributed by 20, A24. It was right. not an A24 film. So A24 was happy enough to be like, oh, yeah, here's your film. We'll go ahead and push it out. Yeah. Um, but which I think is a very big dis- because everyone's like, this is like from, you know, from the company that brought you Hereditary, Midsummer. I was like, no, no, yeah, dog, Yeah, no. that's how it was advertised. Yeah, I was like, no, it's like, no, distributor is not the same as producer. Exactly. It's not the same at all. Right, because nowhere close. No. Nowhere close to like, Hereditary. Like or Cannibal the Musical, Troma was a distributor for right. Cannibal the Musical. Right. Although not I a would producer. Say, I would say those are pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you wouldn't really be able yeah, to Yeah, I could see Lloyd being like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyhow, so we open on Maude uh, in a bathroom floor. I don't know. It's or a bathroom something. hospital. It looks like, something. yeah, it looks like a very, very dark hospital room. Yeah. And there's some overturned patient on a gurney whose hair, whose blood is with dri- blood dripping from her hair. Mm-hmm. And she sees a, a cockroach on the ceiling. Giant cockroach. And she, her hands and Maud's hands are all bloody. And she's mm-hmm. just sitting in the corner staring up at the cockroach on the ceiling. Yep. And title. <sighs> title screen. Yep. Okay. Um, so. Next. Next. <laughs> um, it's. We have this voiceover where she's talking to God. Yes. Because after this, we learn we have a couple um, context clues throughout the movie that she used to be a party girl. Yeah. And since this event happened, which we still don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. If she was at We never really... For, right. We never really find out. No. Um, she kind of like... Had a come literal come to Jesus moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she has now deemed herself Maud. Yes. Her real name we find out later, but her name right now is Maud. It's Maud. It's Maud. <laughs> 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 and then there's Maud. The only Maud, the only other time I've ever heard the name Maud was Harold and Maud. Do you remember oh, that movie? Yeah. 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 I think of. What's her, I think of Maud, the sh- yeah. TV show Maud with the, uh, what's her name? Uh, Maud. Maud, no, um, well, yes. Um, tall bitch, what's her name? Uh, one of the Golden Girls. Oh, uh, fucking Do- uh, Dorothy Spornak, no, yeah. but uh, uh, B. Arthur. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And then there's Maud. Um, <laughs> so she, <laughs> and of all of the religions, especially in England, to take, like, to take up is... Is Roman Catholicism because right. most of England is Anglican. Right. Yeah, the so Church of England. Yeah, so they're like, that's, it's interesting. Yeah. There's a little bit of a history with Catholicism and. Just a bit. <laughs> just a lot of people dead at certain points. Nobody expects the Spanish Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. Um, okay, so she's going to become, uh, she's going off to be. Uh, Kind of uh, be palliative, a yeah. Yeah, palliative care for a uh, retired dancer, yeah. played for Jennifer Eel, um, but Amelia Cole, um, who was we... it Amanda or Amelia? I'm sorry, Amanda. It's Amelia in the other movie. In the other movie, yeah, yeah. Amanda. Amanda. And um, 
So the way that she kind of talks to God when she's talking to him, she's telling him like these daily like things that are happening. Like I've got a like very conversational. Yeah, like we're best pals. My first note is: Does she have endometriosis? Because the way she was talking was about like having cramps and having her time with a month and blah 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 blah. I was like, okay, where are we going? That's possible, and maybe or maybe she thinks it's punishment from God or something like that. Something. Don't Um, know. Don't know. But um, her new assignment, Amanda, Amanda Cole, um, 49 years old with stage four lymphoma of the spinal cord. Yeah. So for a and dancer, a it's chain like, smoker. Yeah. For a, for a dancer, that's like, just kill me now. Yeah. 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 Um, so the bet. So this is our introduction to Amanda is <laughs> Maude walks in the house and the, the other nurse is who the. She's replacing is leaving, and she's like, "How is she?" <laughs> Bit of a cunt. Yep, <laughs> and it was an outright ha for me yeah. on that one. Yeah, um, and uh, they don't get along too well. This first meeting in the right at first, she is a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Um, but then my next note is Maude doesn't sleep under her covers, just on top of them. Well, she's obviously disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, sleep under your covers, sleep under your covers. Maybe you it weirdo. was hot. Who knows? You weirdo. Um, we do learn that Mary Magdalene is St. Maude's saint, which I thought yeah. that was interesting. Of all the saints to pick. For her to pick. Right. Which well, makes sense. Well, it does it kind of make sense. sense because she was a, she was kind of a party girl mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, you know, Mary Magdalene was a prostitute if and, you believe well you're right right was allegedly a prostitute right um you know and was reformed right and yeah. born you know so maybe she could feel very close to that tie i did enjoy the repartee there where she's like so i didn't think they made uh <laughs> i got it to the internet <laughs> yeah nice um and then she starts going through all of like she's she waits for Amanda to be asleep and it kind of goes through her shit, which I was like, okay, that's not kosher, but cool. Yeah. Um, and I wanted all of those frame pictures. Oh my God. Yeah. So they were like these, the, uh, um, the, uh, commercial like production, uh, advertisements for them. Yeah. Like you'd see up in like in New York on the side. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're gorgeous. I wanted all of them. <laughs> yeah. They were really well done. Yeah. Very um, realistic. And then Amanda's boyfriend shows up. Amanda, I'm pretty sure is bisexual in this movie. Is she? Because I'm pretty sure. Richard... I thought she was just straight up gay. Well, I didn't know if Richard was her boyfriend too. No, because he she gets pissed off at him and has said he's wanted to fuck me for years or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So then, just a friend. Yeah. Just a friend, Richard, and so Maude. Richard. Richard. So Maude goes out to eat instead of like instead of staying at home just yeah. to you know have a night off and yeah. as most in care nurse like in live in nurses do we'll have some time off at some yeah. point yeah yeah but she comes back to a lot of arguing and glass shattering uh-huh well actually richard calls her back early because oh right because she, she doesn't like to party like she used to yeah. <laughs> like um this is then when we start to get, there's a little bit more uh, amicability between Maude and Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Um, Amanda starts asking about her past and mm-hmm. her relationship with God. And, 
Oh, there's some... <clears throat> the way she describes it, how would you put it? Like... I wrote, uh, Maud believes that God speaks and acts through her. Maud is a hardcore believer and intends to save Amanda's soul. This gives Maud great pleasure. It's like orgasmic. The way she describes it is it's a pulsing in her body. And I yeah. was like, girl, that that's a fucking orgasm. Like right. that's I mean, and right after this is when she goes up the stairs and has as it was termed, I guess by the director, a godgasm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Um she starts to have an orgasm on the stairs. Yeah. Like, that's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. Like, she's so full of the spirit as she leaves Amanda yeah. that she has this, you know, God comes in her. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so. Then this happens another time. Um, I think the next day when Amanda and Maude are sitting on the couch together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Amanda describes it to Maude and Maude, or I'm sorry, Maude, it describes it to Amanda and it starts to happen to yes. Maude yeah. as she's sitting on the couch. Now, Amanda is either gay or bisexual, so she's viewing this in a very secular manner right not as a religious experience but and she like starts to reach over for her hand well right and so um i forgot her name i'm trying to think of the the director's name she says this she wanted this as a visual representation so it emerges a way to express how mod and god communicate without distracting the viewer with too much dialogue yeah um she wanted their relationship to be relatable by showing how god Makes her feel really good. Real good. In the same way drugs might. Sure. Yeah. Because some people. Euphoric. Yeah. It's euphoric. Yeah. Um, she. Yeah. And it's just where. Okay. Okay. So then this is also where she goes upstairs and she kneels on popcorn because she also is into corporeal mortification. So um, if you guys don't know, if you guys remember the Da Vinci Code that. um. What's his face is... Um, oh, Paul Bettany's character. Yeah, would yeah. Fl- flog himself. That yes. was corporal mortification. That's what they yeah. do. To say, like, you kind of, like, it's for God. Pain brings... Uh, brings you closer to God. Cleanliness. You, yeah. Yeah. And just by being human, we have already erred in God's yeah. vision. So you punish yourself for sin, sinful thoughts or acts or... Or just breathing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, that happens a few times. So she's one of those Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, I thought it was just, yeah, like self-sadism, basically. Yeah, it's a way to... Because they're not getting any pleasure out of it. They're yeah. feeling closer to God this way. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, Instead of having some sort of... It's a way to humble you. Right. It's a way to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, she also then pours out all of Amanda's liquor at this point. Too. Yeah. I was like, bitch. Honey, uh, I would have been pissed. Yeah. I'm like, this, this bitch... This You're bitch fired. Was- <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, da, 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 da. so this is where um, 
we meet the girlfriend. Yes. Uh, Amanda's nightly visitor, Carol. Yeah, who is a... Um, I've come, I have found out that the proper word for a sex worker, if besides sex worker, is uh, companion. Yeah, there so you go. This is her companion, this beautiful woman named yeah, Carol. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, and... Um, Oh, does it get a nosebleed? When does that happen? Uh, um, I don't remember. Something happens. She she gets she gets so mad at some point. I think I think it's when she starts fighting with. Or After with she Carol. starts arguing with Carol, maybe. I think so. Um, and we don't know if it's because, or maybe it's right before. It could be. Because she's like, splat- I remember now, she's splashing her face. A lot of this movie, this is not a movie, guys. There's yeah, not it's much just here. random sections of film strewn together. Yeah, loosely tied together to make a movie. Yeah. Um, there's no real narrative. The narrative is Manda's dying and she got a girlfriend. And Maude doesn't like it because either she doesn't like it because Maude doesn't like gay people or because she secretly has the hots for Amanda. No, I think it's more that she wants to save Amanda's soul and that's not the way to do it is to let her have that. Yeah. That way. And she thinks she could do it. She th- really thinks she could do she it. Does. She does. But she and does she's say- get And she's getting off on it. There, on the possibility. You know, there is questioning. There are people questioning, though, if it is, if when they bring it, when um, Amanda brings it up to her, are you a bigot or are you just, like, I forgot what the other thing, what she said, are you a bigot or just um, crazy or something like that? Or religious intolerant? And because not, no, are you a bigot or a homophobic? That's what it was. Because Carol's also black. Yeah. And so, um, us as the viewer also have to ask, okay, is it, is it? possibly because right. Maude is homophobic? Yeah. Um, but no, she definitely, she tries to convince Carol to not come back. Because at one point, um, Carol is with Maude in the kitchen and and Amanda calls her and Carol rolls her eyes. Yeah. And I mean, we all know that Carol's Carol's there because she's getting paid. Yeah, we see that. We see an exchange of sh- money. I'm sure she cares about Amanda, but Amanda's right, a to job. a certain degree. Amanda's a job. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day and fucking ladder, nobody, man. Right. Nobody's nobody's hurt that way. Nope. Right. Ain't hurting nobody. Um But Maud doesn't see that as no. a path to godliness like no. she wants Amanda to have. Right. And then she's walking um this is where she's walking the boardwalk and then Joy comes up to her. Yeah. And we yeah. find out that Maude is actually Katie. And their exchange here is... Super awkward. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, super awkward. Um, Because Joy's pretty much like, wait, you're still caring for people? Yeah, she seems to be rather in shock that, like, they used to work at St. Afra's Hospital together. And apparently there was some incident at the hospital we don't that we still don't know right. about. Right, we don't think where Joy is questioning the fact that Katie is <laughs> quote unquote yeah. Katie, aka Maud. Cod. 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 
<laughs> God is uh, um is still in palliative care. Yeah. yeah. Or still in nursing at, at still all. In nursing in general. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, what what'd you do, honey? <laughs> what'd you do? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a like you could tell on the on Joey's face is like. Oh, but she does recover, and she's like, well, let's have a drink sometime. I'm sure part of it was like, I want to find out who you're working for. Yeah, So I maybe. can report you. Yeah. Um, this conversation makes me think that whatever, that she did something wrong. Yeah. That she didn't follow some something. sort of protocol. Some some procedure went awry. Right, because why is she using a new, there different were... name? Well, this comes up later, so... Um, I may mention that again. Remind me of that, of something going wrong. Um, at Amanda's birthday, that Which I was like, what's happening? And oh, yeah. Suddenly, Amanda decides to have a birthday, birthday party, party for herself and invites... Good. Oh, yeah. that It looked bumping, that party. It did. I so would have gone. They were all in this, these beautiful yeah, gowns. cocktail dresses. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Carol shows up fucking hot as hell. In a blue... Like, t- like... Teal, teal blue sequin gown. Gorgeous. Just looking hot. Yeah. And Maud is preparing all the appetizers yeah. and all the <laughs> shit like, in the kitchen. She's... I thought to myself, that kind of sucks, though. Like, yeah. She's, nurse. she's not a home. Couldn't like, cater this? Yeah, she's, she's not. The... Yeah. She, or maybe yeah. it was catered. Maybe she's just doing uh, some extra whatever. God. But yeah, no, I don't because know. she tells her to go, go get stuff for the party. Yeah. So she... All the booze she poured out. <laughs> yeah, right. So this is where it all comes to a head. Yeah, this is like they're all making. We're now halfway through the movie. Yeah. So we said there's not much here. No, ain't much here. So it's only an hour and a half, guys. Um, the this is also like where they're all making fun of her because of how religious she is. Yes. And they're actually at one point somebody puts a napkin on her head. Yeah, and a ribbon, and is and calls her Saint Maud. Yep. Um, because of just before this, Amanda confronts mm-hmm. Maud about in front, of everyone. in front of everybody at the party about scaring Carol away. Yeah, about telling Carol to stay away because she had said, "Please don't tell, please don't tell Amanda that I that we have this conversation." But I of was course, like, she was going to. Bitch, this is her. This is money, so of course she's gonna tell her. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's not how this works, sweetheart. Yeah. None no. of your biz. And and like Carol had told her, this is not I don't think that's any of your business. And mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Um so when um Hi, baby. Don't Amanda knows Oh yeah, so this is, one of the things is, is she says she goes, um Maud, am I indecent? After she goes, Am I a bigot? Yeah. Am, are you a bigot or are you just, you know, and she's like, Am I indecent? And Maud goes, No, you're lost. You're lost. Right. And um and Amanda just starts egging her on, egging her on, and yeah. egging her on, and fucking Maud just hauls off and slaps her the shit out of her. Yep. And Jeez. they haul her out of there. Oh yeah. Immediately mm-hmm. she's dismissed. And um this is where, so she's done. She's done yeah, with Amanda. Yeah, she's done skis. Maud goes back to her place and starts to feel sick and physically punishes herself. And this is where I think she starts to second guess God's attention on her. Yes. Yeah, yeah she does have a, because there was a um, a moment she earlier she had with Amanda about God not letting them fall. And yeah. there's a part later coming up where... 
Maud asks God not to let her fall again. Yeah. And this is where, but before that, now, mm-hmm. Maud is totally questioning what's, you know, her her new beliefs and decides to abandon God and go out for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. Holy what an oh what a night! <laughs> Jacking off in the phone booth. <laughs> jacking it, jacking it, smackety smack. <laughs> some guy who looks like that hairy guy from Lost. Oh my god! So first, this is crazy. Oh my god! She's sitting there. She's out to get some fucking tail. Like, yeah, she, she's dressed to kill and ready to go. Yeah. She's dressed in a killer top. Mm-hmm. She's had a couple drinks. Oh, but before that, she so she has this bandage around her hand. Mm-hmm. So the self punishment part of the self punishment that she does is she keeps picking at this scab from, from where she burnt her hand on the stove. Yeah, and keeps peeling the skin. Oh my god, Ooh, that part made me go. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, but she wraps up her hand and is like, fuck it, and puts on her killer top. My hand works just as well. That's right. The other hand's just fine. Um, so she goes out to the bar and she catches the the eye of this really cute guy. Catches. She stares at him like a serial killer. Yeah, she kind of does. She does that thing where, I mean, she does not take her eyes off him. And she even like brings up her beer to drink and is still staring at him as she's (laughs) sipping out of it. It's like, oh, okay. Dark eyes, like a shark's eyes. Like a dog's eyes. It's scary. So what does she do? She jacks off some rando. I was like... That's I abbreviated this whole evening and let me know if you want to go if you want to elaborate. Well, then I just wrote then she becomes the cringiest chick at the bar. Yes. Yes, yeah. she's that girl. Uh she jacks off that guy. Which I was like, are you going to get No, okay, just him. No, just just, him. just just for him. him. Okay. Okay. Just for him skis. Um she jacks he immediately pieces out. He's like, got it. Done. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he immediately pieces out. She gets further drunk, uh, calls Katie on the toilet, then uh, sleeps with some other rando that's rando Randy that she bumps into. Rando Randy. <laughs> this guy is just gross. And, oh, he's terrible. And she. But there's a moment she's riding him. On, she's riding on top of him um, as they're having sex, and there's like a flash moment that she has. Yes. Where she has her hands on his chest. And she keeps having flashbacks of giving CPR to someone. Yes. And her hand goes through the person's chest. Through it. Yeah. And she freaks out and and leaps off of him. And at first, he's actually kind of like... I know. At first, I thought he was going to be really sweet because he like kisses her shoulder and he's like, shh, it's okay, it's okay. And then he fucking still, yeah. Yeah. Then he rapes her because she's like, no, no. And then he's like, no, going to pound town. I'm going to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he, fi- then you find out that this is where you learn that he, she was a party girl before because, yeah. because says, I remember from when you used to be going around before with my mate, Tommy. Yeah. 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 You went off with him. This is my first note where I wrote, she definitely has a brain tumor, right? Like, I mean, that was what my first thought was like, she's, she's got a brain tumor because she starts seeing shit. Like hallucinations are a big, huge part of having a brain tumor. Really? Yeah, having hallucinations because depending on where it's it's pressing down. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, where it's growing. So I mean, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure she's got probably schizophrenia. Yeah, but yeah. I was like one or the other because yeah. there's something wrong with her brain. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> like, um, 
Because at one point at the bar, she believes that she's creating these like cyclones. Oh, these whirlwinds or something like that. In everyone's glasses. Yeah. Like a beer. And everyone's just kind of like, the fuck is happening? So, yeah. um, Uh, But that, so after all that, after she gets raped, awesome. Yeah. Um. She just she just takes it. She just she just lies there. She goes home because she, she's she's kind of numb. She goes yeah. home, and she starts. She proceeds to pick at the scab more, I think, and then vomits heavily, this profusely. Is, this is when she does ask again to not let God let uh, let her fall. Let her fall. Yes, this is where because where this she's is where asked it. she levitates. She has a spiritual revolu- revelation. It's exactly what she needed, Ray. Yeah, if you've got a fucking brain tumor. <laughs> it's a revelation. Not a res... <laughs> um, but, so we don't know if she really levitates. It's probably not. It's all in her head. You want a revolution? She's I want a, a revelation. revelation. Not listen to my declaration. <laughs> We hold these truths to be self-evident. self-evident. <laughs> we make a created equal. Right. And we, when I meet Thomas Jefferson, what? I'm going to compel him to include women in the, the sequel. sequel. Work! <laughs> People are like, fucking my ears. I know, yeah. They're like, ow, please stop. <laughs> you can't rap. You're too white. Stop it. We are too white. We are too white. We are. We are. Combined. We are too white. Combined together, we make one big Toblerone. (laughs) It's white chocolate, if you guys don't know. Okay. Um, Let's see. I like Uh, white chocolate. Is that bad? Is that racist? I like dark chocolate best, though. I love me some dark chocolate. Okay. I love me some dark (laughs) Um, so this is also, I did like this shot because yeah. she is levitating and yeah. behind her there's fireworks going off. Yeah. So I don't know what holiday it, it is, it, you know, or it just could be, you know. God knows. It, knows. I mean, it's like you said, it's like a casino-y kind yeah. of place. It could have been just a. Whatever night. Because yeah. it's cold. Because at some points we see her in a winter jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, it's a beautiful shot. I mean, there are some beautiful shots in this movie. There really are. The cinematography is gorgeous. And the house that Amanda lives in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Want. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> she gets up the next morning a brand new Oh, yeah. Again. She fucking cleans up the vomit. She cleans the baseboards in her underwear and, and she serves burden shit in her sink and i just wrote no she burns her top i was so bummed for her i was like no i wrote i wrote a note note to self kids do not burn shit in your sink please don't no no um that's bad uh, oh and she God. also yeah and we're there she also proceeds to put thumbtacks in the insoles of her shoes as a constant reminder and then just proceeds to walk through town on those in those shoes. You want to walk a mile in those shoes? No, I do not. No, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um let's see. So uh, she starts spying. And it's also you said it was a picture of Jesus cuz it's a picture of Jesus. Yeah. That she puts a cart in the in. yeah, in the inside. Yeah, I was like, I don't think Jesus would be cool with that. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I mean, <laughs> she doesn't either, but um 
Uh, she's still. Let's see. Uh, I just my next one is she seriously needs a medical professional. I mean, she really does. She's starting to the cheese is sliding off the cracker for sure. Yep, she's not she's okay. Still obsessed with Amanda. Yeah. Obsessed. Yes. Um, this is where she says, "Never waste your pain." Yes. We hear that a couple times in here. Never waste your pain. Yeah. Um. So she is walking. She comes across. She because she's obsessed with Amanda. She sees her new nurse, mm-hmm. tracks her down, and has a conversation. Stalks like yeah. Stalks her. Yeah. He stalks. She stalks her. Yeah. Um. Meets her at the dock. And starts chatting her up. In the cringiest conversation. Oh, it is so... Maude is peak level cringe. Yeah, she's not the most socially developed person. No, or subtle. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was visible. I was uncomfortable by this conversation. Oh, and yeah. I would have reacted initially a lot like the, the other nurse because she was like, Esther. Uh, which yeah, I w- trying to make some small talk. Like, uh, I don't, I do not enjoy small talk with strangers. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Do not talk to me. Do not bother me unless it's to say, oh, beg your pardon, excuse me, or you bump into me and say, oh, I'm sorry. Unless it's anything like that, do not say shit to me. <laughs> leave me alone. Leave leave me alone. I don't care how nice the day is. Yeah. I don't care how long the line is that we're standing in. No, I am the same exact way. Yeah. Like when I used do to not travel bother for me. work, ear earbuds in even if i'm just walking down the street i don't need to talk to you i don't want to know your life story nope especially on planes do not talk to me on a plane yeah i am sorry i do not give a shit about you your family whatever yeah i got stuck once and it was actually a very good conversation because i ended up talking to dr oz's assistant on a plane to San Francisco. That's fascinating. She was, this is before Dr. Oz is now Dr. Oz. Yeah. It was like when he, she worked in the hospital. She didn't work on his show. She was yeah. actually like one of his medical assistants. Interesting. In the, um, fascinating. Yeah. She was, she was a lovely person. And, um, oh, I'm sure. But that's only one of the times where I've been like, yeah, t- let's talk. Otherwise, no, fuck off. No, leave me alone, please. Thanks. Fuck I would the be, fuck off. I would cunt. make a horrible celebrity because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be punching paps left and right, like Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that episode. The other ah, day. did you? I did. Oh, wait, again, it's Russell Crowe. You screwed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Wait, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I think this is the second time we've talked about that episode in two weeks. <laughs> oh god, I so freaking good. love that season six South Park. Everybody fight, oh uh, fighting around the world. Song he sings. Making movies, making songs, no, fighting around the, the world. Oh and yeah, Tugger and Tugger's. <laughs> okay, can you tell we don't want to talk about this movie? You testicle. <laughs> Oh, let's do it. Right, we're, we're almost we're, there. We're, we're so almost close. done. We're, so we're in like she, the last 15 minutes of the movie. This, this is where she gets a new wardrobe. She starts wearing her fucking bed sheets like she's a fucking Hare Krishna. It's I can't even. <laughs> I was like, why don't you head out to the uh, the airport oh. stand up front? Honestly. And yeah. starts and wears a rosary around her neck. Um, um, that night, God speaks to her. Um, Wait. God speaks to her. <laughs> 
It sounded like if you took the Chipmunks Christmas album <laughs> and put it on the slowest speed possible. <laughs> it was um, not very effective. Let's just no, say that. No, God speaks to her and tells her she has one more test and they can be together. Oh, and did you know Jesus talks in Welsh? So, you know. I was wondering what language that yeah. was. So an ancient Jew decides to speak in the most <laughs> obscure language in the world. Sure. Jesus knows all tongues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, was that? Uh, so. um, my next note is she has a fucking brain tumor. Yes, yes. <laughs> also, so she's she's making her own holy water at home. I'm like, that's not how holy that's not how it works. I was like, that's not how it works. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, oh my god, that is not gets, how it works. No, she's like, she's got her like uh, her priestly starter kit. Like, <laughs> she's got her holy water. And what was it? Was that hydrogen peroxide in a big? The big things that she has, the big jugs, or is that rubbing alcohol? The big, big jugs at the end? Yeah. That's acetone. Okay, because she starts accumulating it here. Yeah. Yeah, she's... She's a mess. She's also, yes, she's also, again, wearing her bed sheet around. Wearing it. Wearing her bed sheet. If you guys look up, like, look up a Hare Krishna, Krishnan person... In that outfit, that's what she looks like yeah. in this. Like, yeah. And she's got this big old crucifix. Yeah, big old rosary. And she's just walking around town. People are looking at her like, duh, fuck. Right, right. Great. Um, so. Okay, Joy, okay, okay. So then Joy, Joy stops the, by. Yeah. This yeah. is totally awkward. Because she's not standing in her underwear at all. Right. That was weird. Like. Can I come in? No, I'm in my underwear, bitch. Yeah. Well, she's like, yeah, come in. I'm like, no, put some pants on. Yeah. Put some pants Maybe on. Maybe put on some pants. I see your vagina. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Eh. Weird. That was <clears throat> awful. I guess they were close mates. Um, Europeans are different. Um, So they... <laughs> yeah, or one to a brain tumor. Uh... Well, Joy had, had absolutely no issue with it. She was just she standing was there smoking. No, she was weird about because she came and she's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> she looks at that altar oh, that she Yeah, yeah. The she's, altar. Like, she's like, oh, that's oh, cool. Look at that. Look, yeah. look at that you got there. Oh, look, look at, at your tamal- camel toe in your underwear. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so she stops by a while and you really... There's a moment where you think Maud could possibly... would is possibly going to do something to Joy. Yeah. And you're like, Joy, get the fuck out. Get the right, fuck out, Ralph. Right. Get, get out. Right. Get out! <laughs> um, but it, she but leaves, Joy leaves. Joy leaves. After Maud kisses her face and says something like... I, I don't know. Everything's cool. I'm not going to go kill myself. Right. <laughs> totally not. She goes to Amanda's house. And I'd like to say, although she's still dressed like a crazy person. Um, like Mary Magdalene? She, maybe. She's still styling because she's got those fucking chucks on. Yeah, I'm she so does. <laughs> the thumbtack chucks. Uh, yeah. Maud dresses. <laughs> she, looks like, she looks like she should be holding it at the end is near sign in the middle of Times uh, yes. Square. Jeremiah 11 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maud dresses saintly and heads to Amanda's. Amanda 
Oh, this, she goes to Amanda, and Amanda is dying in bed. Like, is actively dying in bed. Mm -hmm. And has almost no reaction when Maude comes to her. Right. And just, you know, says, oh, my my Saint Maude. Right. Um, or my little, my little, my little savior or whatever she called her. She calls my little savior. Um, and then she apologizes. She goes, I'm so sorry. I was unkind to you. You made me think of things I didn't want to. Yeah. Because she was, because she was dying. Yeah. She wanted to have, she wanted to party and fucking go out on top. Yeah. She wanted wanted to go out like, but you know what? I do too. Yeah. I want to go, if if I'm dying, I'm going to go drink Fuck my girlfriend. Drink everything I can. Yep. Smoke as much fucking weed as I want. Yep. Yeah. And eat McDonald's every day. Right. That's it. Yeah. Possibly go to Disney World. Possibly. <laughs> Make a wish. Uh, <laughs> do they do that for adults? Uh, so, as I still wouldn't get to the front of the line. No. They still make me stand for two hours to wait for the fucking haunted mansion. Oh my god. Uh, so Maud views this as an opportunity as Amanda being amenable to yep. her gift. And she sp- attempts to sprinkle holy water on, on Amanda. And Amanda's like, meow, 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 <laughs> she doesn't. She rejects her god business. Business. Oh, yes. Her godly business. Mm-hmm. And... Just, she starts laughing at her. Yeah. And we find out that all of that that she was doing, like pretending to be t- overtaken with by the spirit with her earlier and yeah. being like listening to her and, you know, wanting to be saved. She goes, it gets boring dying. Dying is boring. Yeah. That's why she did it. And then uh, suddenly. Suddenly. In Maud's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda is possessed by the devil, question mark? I have a brain tumor. This is when I tuned out. This is when I tuned out. I was like, I, I'm over it. I'm over yeah. it. I'm like, over this movie. Because she sees her as a demon, and then she prison Fucking she stabs her, shears that, her to death. That is how they. That's how you stab somebody in prison. Yeah. Yes. Maud um, murders Amanda with shears. Yep. Goes home. Just goes home. Goes home. How come the police don't show up? Because nobody knew that she was there. No, but like, it's the next day. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes... she puts on a new... She puts on a new robe. A nice new, new clean sheet. <laughs> new vestments. Oh my God. To die in. Yeah, so she, uh, so Maud. Oh, wait, she's got wings now, also. Yes! The wings happened! She's got these shiny wings. In her, oh my god. <sighs> so, these corporeal wings. She goes. These ethereal corporeal yeah. wings just banff the fuck out. <laughs> yup. And then she starts walking to the beach. And she sees this vortex. Yeah, above the water. She's like down by the dock area. And she's decided to go Cambodian monk on herself. Yes. She dumps a bunch of acid. She All this time, she's had a lighter. She never smokes. But she has a lighter that she kind of fidgets with. Right. 
and she still has the slider on her. She dumps two gallons of fucking acetone all over her. And the people on the beach, we see two different sides. So we yeah. see, first we see the people on the beach reacting, going, holy shit, someone Don't let her do it. Yeah. yeah. And then from her perspective, they all They're turn to her. They're at kneeling at her. at her. And then she... Lights the fire. Crispy critters. <laughs> this is what I found interesting. The last... I did watch this very last The last five seconds times. of the movie. Mm-hmm. That moment where she lights herself on fire, it's still in her perspective. And she is... You know, her wings come out once again. Orgasmic. She's having a godgasm. She, yes, she's having another godgasm and is on fire. And these people are like, and God is ascending her. Mm-hmm. And then it fades to black. And then for point, point like point eight yeah. seconds of a smash cut, point eight seconds, we see the real her on fire screaming, done. I watched that a bunch of times. Did you? That was very effective. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It didn't make up for the rest of the garbage. No, in this it movie, did not. But, but that it was good. Very end was awesome. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say. So, um, here's a couple things from this article that I kind of okay me a little bit. Okay. This one. Saint Maud lends itself to a more complex representation of women in horror, a genre that has been broadly been characterized by overwhelmingly male male gaze. Okay. 100%. Okay. The film takes women seriously and in turn takes God seriously, all without foreclosing the possibility that Maud's encounters with gods are actually a form of psychosis. Yes. Maud, after all, suffers a similar fate because of what was the hospital that she worked at? St. Afra. St. Afra. St. Afra, who was burned at the stake. Oh, interesting. The name of the same sick of the hospital she worked at before going into private care. But unlike the exorcist, there is no need for a priest to intercede and excise a demon on behalf of a helpless woman who wants her life back, her life to go back to normal. Maud is, exceeming, is seemingly in control of her own end as a profoundly personal experience with God. Looking at it that way, yeah. I get, this is not an enjoyable movie. No. This is not a movie that you're going to watch and be like, I want to watch this again. Again, no. But have, I felt like I needed to get something out of this. Yeah, that I didn't it is, get. It is, a, it is an experience that is not enjoyable. And it's not like Master where we could get something out of it or I'm trying to get some of these other ones that are like psychological or I'm trying to think of ones like Red State. We've not talked about that, but something like that where I can feel like I understand what is being said. What the mess? What's the message? What's the message here? So I felt like I needed to go search for the message. Um, Outwaters, like some of the ones that I've been doing, like the review, like Skin Marine, I had to go find people to talk to about this and and like, and I guess that's what we're here for is to mm-hmm. like to break it down as to how we f- interpret the movie. Yeah. I, I like, I would have liked more of that last second. Me too. Me too. Is to see somebody like something from Amanda's perspective, watching some of this shit where she looks like she's, Having her godgasm, like what it looks like to other people. Yeah. 
I agree. When, when she's in the bar and she thinks she's thinking that there's cyclones all around and yeah. that sort of thing. I would have liked to right to see a different perspective. Yeah. Than just hers. Because it makes more sense then. Yeah. And you, do you remember that movie uh, Frailty? It had Matthew McCon- uh, yeah Matthew McConaughey yeah. in it. I love that movie, and the reason I love it is because it it dares you to to question what are the people what if what if the people who think God is speaking to them are right? Yeah. In this movie, it still makes me question: Is God really talking to her? Or personally, I think she one has a brain tumor, or has oh like, God. or she has mental psychosis. She has yeah. a psychosis of some sort. She has PTSD. For certain. Yes. Yes. Um, so that makes me kind of believe that more along the lines of she might have had an undiagnosed mental condition. Yeah. That was brought upon, like that was intensified by the PTSD. That yeah, I agree. Some kind of psychosis after the, after that, in, yeah. in the incident the that we don't know about. But I think it's kind of interesting. Like it's, it's on the one hand, it sucks that we don't really know what happened. Right. But on the other hand, we're with the character then. Yeah. Because we don't. Like she's she's trying to repress that right. so hard, right, right. So it makes sense that we wouldn't know what exactly happened then. Yeah, I mean, there and for being and and I don't want it to be longer. No, but <laughs> but at the same time, there's not much here to try to interpret. No, so so that was Saint Maud. Uh, right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you want to do our ratings? Sure. All right. Blood and gore. How many, how many blood droplets do you give it? Two. Two? Yeah, the scabbing and shit and picking it off was gross. Oh, yeah. I give it a one. Well, and, and the, the end shot of her burning herself was kind of gnarly. Oh, yeah. The, um, the burning and vomiting and... And stabbing. What's her face? Stabbing Amanda. Amanda. And then that dead body, and then her going through her. I mean. Yeah. It's definitely, I think there's more there's blood, blood in it. There's blood in it, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it one. Um, spooky scary. One. Yeah. It really was one and a half for that variant, the ending. It really wasn't. I, I, it was, the ending to me was chilling. Yeah, it was. For sure. So. Without I, that. Point eight seconds of a shot. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I would have been over that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Sex and nudity. <clears throat> it's exactly on the it's on the board because it's a, it is on the board. Uh, two two because she fucking rides him like yeah. It's nobody's business, man. Yeah. She's 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 search she's retrying to she's trying to get hers. Yeah. She's riding it to town. Yeah, I would say two. Yeah. Um, cold black hearts. One, 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 one. skis. <laughs> yep. I mean, absolute one skis. Yeah. It might, I mean, it's border. No, it's a one. It's one. I'm fine. I'm, I'm not sad that I watched it. No, me neither. I really wanted to watch it. Yeah, me too. So it was kind of like, I just uh, didn't realize I would <laughs> see all the action from the trailer. <laughs> right. I hate when that happens. Not a movie. No. Um, all right. Well, it's not great. It wasn't, but. We're going to talk about another movie that's, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we're going to unpack that one. Oh, All right. boy. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about The Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> 
this. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, dear listener. <laughs> dear listener, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I think going into this is what we were going to say is like we, it was going to be a chance for me to scream for about an hour. <laughs> Understandably so. I did not. I did not know. I did not heed your warnings. Yeah, it's um, despite much much protest, we did this movie anyway. No, I I chose it. I chose to say yes. Let's do it because I knew I'd have a good time fucking screaming about it. <laughs> oh my god, I, I I'm in the minority on this one. I know there's so many people well, who love this movie. There, there are. It's got huge critical acclaim. It does. Uh, running time, one hour, 33 minutes. And Rotten Tomato score, critic score, 98%. Yep. Audience score, 72. It's still 72 is not bad. It's not. Again, better than a, 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 a Man Quantum Mania or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, my God. The worst rated Marvel movie. Yow. I have no desire to see that. That's okay. I mean, I love Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually want to see Creed 3 because the commercial came up with, like, him and um, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Shirtless, sweaty. Yes. Sign me like, up. I was like, oh. It's better than Magic Mike. Sign yeah. me up. 100%. Yep. 100%. I don't need no magic mic. Sign me up for that. I've never seen any of those movies. I unfortunately watched the one, the first one. Which is, I was every, everybody likes Against them. my will, subjected to it. Well, it's Soderbergh. And Soderbergh normally is a fucking fantastic. So people like them. I yeah. Just, I'm, there I is just, a plot. I don't like Channing Tatum, so. Really? I like him in some things. Yeah. Uh, He's got a derpy face. <laughs> Him and Ryan Gosling have derpy faces. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Gosling, you can take him. No, thank you. His eyes are too close together. Yeah. <laughs> now you you'll not not be unsee that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. Gross. He looks okay. like he looks like on Family Guy where Peter decides to draw one of his construction workers. <laughs> I must draw you. That's <laughs> Ryan Gosling. God. I can we can say this because our our audience is mostly, mostly men apparently, <laughs> so it's fine. Be like, yeah, fuck that guy, right? Right? Yeah, not by me. Not no. twice on Sunday. No, negative crack. Anyhow, <laughs> in Hebrew, the word Baba Duke means he is coming for sure. Okay, he's coming. All over your face. face. (laughs) Well, speaking of coming all over your face, let's talk about the Bradley Whitford. (laughs) I was going to say, let's talk about the Babadook as an LGBT guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) The men in our audience must be very confused because we're like, fuck Ryan Gosling. Oh, Bradley Whitford. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Tom Selleck. (laughs) Not, Not Tom Selleck, no. No, no. Blue, Not now. No, Blue Blood's Tom Selleck. Your time has passed. Yeah, yeah. With that spray stuff that you put in your hair. Oh, the poor guy. Just for Tom. It's fine. Um. Okay. So, so for some reason, <laughs> the and and I love it that it that the Baba Duke has become a gay icon. 
Um, and here are some of the reasons okay. why people have given as to why. I would like to know the reasons, honestly, because I don't view it in that way. Someone was like, how could The Babadook become a gay film? And the answer was readily available, says Karen Tongston, an associate professor of gender studies and English at USC. Okay. He lives in a basement. He's weird and flamboyant. He's living adjacent to a single mother in this kind of queer kinship structure. Okay. Also, if you supp- you're, you suppress him, he's being suppressed right. by this family. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other thing is like, it's a suppression of gayness by him being like, by most people, by most gay people having to suppress their urges or, you know, their nature, nature, like being a gay person. Yeah. I'm going to say urges, but you know what I'm saying? By having to be in a basement. Okay. Um, Yeah. It became, it started as, I think, as a joke. It was a meme that was on Tumblr. And everyone else was like, okay. Because the main, the main through line of this movie is mental illness. Like, it's depression. It's major depression and mental illness. The Babadook, for me, that I got out of it was, at one point, in fact, in this movie, she is overtaken by the Babadook. And I was like, right. that is her depression literally knocking her on her ass. Right. And similarly, I viewed the Babadook as grief personified. Right. So it, to me, for someone to say, this is something else that we suppress. Because, and you can't be get, and you can't get rid of it. No. So. It's just it, something you got to deal could with. Could it be gay? Could it be homosexual? And if you let it, and if you let it, it will overtake you. And, and it could be the op- the good, like, for homosexuality. It could be, you know... Because at the end of this movie, she and her son have a fantastic relationship. Mm-hmm. And he is... Less of a shit. Oh. <laughs> he, but... Yeah. There are reasons. Yeah. Well, there's reasons, but... <laughs> does it make me like him anymore? No. Okay. So, speaking of, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm going to pull up my, my notes here. Thank and, you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pulling up IMDb to see if there's anything that we want to talk about. Anything interesting. Sure. You gave time on this, so. Yep. Um, mother. Bus. Okay. Everyone's bitching about the new IMDb layout. Cause oh, sucks. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rated R, is it not? Or is it yes. 13? Yeah, it is rated R. She uses a vibrator at some point. Well, yes, yes, that's true. I forgot. All I know is hashtag Team Robbie. Um, <laughs> um, Agreed. Not much here. Um, yeah. Baba Duke is an anagram of a bad book. Oh, okay. Um,. Graphic designer and illustrator of the pop-up book Mr. Babadook, which um, re- with, it is by Alex Yuhaz. Cool. Okay. I love the book. I want the book. Yeah. Uh, myself. Um, that's about it. I mean, a lot of this is just the same shit over and over and over again. Okay. Well, the other one thing I will say, I did like how they film. So um, Samuel, the 
child who's playing Samuel. Um, did a great job. He did. He's annoying as fuck, and that's what he's effectively supposed to be. so. Effectively yes. so. I feel this kid has not had a real career after that. I unfortunately think he he did it too well, mm. and people are like, "Fuck that kid." Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, Noah Wiseman. When they filmed this, mm-hmm. he she so all of the lines to him, like the real mean ones. She's just doing it to an adult on their knees. Okay. He was she? He wasn't even on set for the really frightening stuff. Oh, really? Because Jennifer Kent was like, "I'd rather not traumatize this child for the rest of his life." Hey, yeah, there you unlike, go. I'm like, I don't just know, to make Rob a movie. Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that kid. Yeah. So, so like, he's very much every time she's screaming at him, he, he's. He gives that look like he's taken aback. She's she goes. I said something like, "I'm gonna throw all your Legos into the river," and he would go, <gasps> like so. Yeah. It was very much Sesame Street at him. Okay, you know, yeah. level of what he was going through. All right, so okay, that's good to know. She so we open the movie, and she's you can tell it's a dream that she's in because yeah. there's no real. You could tell they're in a car, but it's very dreamlike. Yeah. And there's no, there's no it's scenery very, around it's them. It's slowed down. Yeah. And it's also like there's, they're on a soundstage. Yeah. A black soundstage. Yeah. And she, yeah, it, there's like things starting to fly at her face, which is uh, glass. Yeah. And then. And I was like, bitch, close your mouth. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want the glass flying in your mouth. Well, she gets it in the mouth later. Um, yep. Yep. That sounds Sounds sexy. <laughs> um, so she wakes up and she has been dreaming of this car accident. The car accident that ha- occurred when she, her husband was taking her to the um, emergency room. To, taking her to hospital. Um, also, this takes this place in Australia. Australia. And um, because she was delivering. And we find out what happens to him later, but it's fine. If we but it's already here. pretty inferred that he's dead. He's dead, but we don't know. We don't realize what actually happened to him yeah. until later. His head was sliced in half. Yeah. It's pretty graphic later, so yeah. we might as well just put it here. Yeah. So we don't have to talk about it later. <laughs> she wakes up because that fucking kid is screaming. <laughs> that fucking kid. And oh, the kid. Oh, Samuel. Samuel. Samuel is a little weird kid. He says, yeah. He's got some problems. At first, I was thinking, like, at first, I was thinking ADHD. I, I don't know what I was thinking. It, that, it just hit me. It gave me the impression of that. It had to be something because, like... We're going under... Because he's having trouble in school. And he's never met his father. Yeah. And so we're led to believe... And he's six. So we're led to believe that she's been just a shitty mom for six years and letting him just get worse and worse and worse and worse? Yeah. Because... It happens. Well... It fucking sucks, but it happens. It happens. Because at one point... Oh, we'll get to it. But yeah. the doctor's like, I can give you a psychiatrist number. And she's like, I'd really like it. I'm like, wait, what? You haven't seen a psychiatrist yet? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. After, I don't know, him getting expelled? Right. Okay, we'll get there. All right. right. Um, the kid's annoying. He's annoying as fuck. I love that she thinks he's fucking annoying. Yep. 
And I love that part. Everything in this house is dirty. Like, all of the... I mean, not that my house is a fucking palace, but I was like, the floors look dirty, the walls look dirty. Just not attended. Attended. Because she's she's trying to take care of this monster. Yeah. And work. And and work. And it's t- sucking it's a, the life out of her. And it's a big house for It's the sucking what's left of her life out of her. Mm-hmm. That's why she has no social life. Nope. She, she can't sleep. take him anywhere. She can't sleep. Yeah. Because he doesn't sleep. Yeah. Because he suffers from insomnia. Oh, the sign design, though, in this fucking movie is brilliant. That is one thing I loved about this movie is the sound design. Oh, the sound design. I thought you said sign. No, the sound design is... Mwah. Whoever yeah. did it, A+. plus. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so this little fucking shit is just breaking windows <laughs> and glass and, and she's like at her. He's having fun times with weapons. Yes. He's making these, he made a fucking crossbow. Right? <laughs> like, that throw that shoots darts. Like, oh fuck. He takes to school. After yeah. she's like, don't take you to school. Check his bag, bitch. Right. Check his bag. Right. So she's surprised when she gets a call because... Also, he's dressed like a magician. She makes him dress like a magician. Why? Why is he dressed like a magician? Because he's into it, and that, and she wants to give him some kind of joy, I guess. Um, my joy. Would... <laughs> so she's, she's trying to be encouraging, yeah. and she, yeah, she sends him off to school. She goes to work, and we meet. We learn that she's working in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and he. He has, she has the cutest fucking co-worker named Oh my Robbie, God. He has, is hot. He's hot. He also is the biggest crush on her. It's uh, obviously. It's obvious and cute. And, and and he's very sweet. And he's very sweet. And he sees, he sees her. He yeah. sees her and how exhausted she is. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, but it doesn't matter because she gets a call from the fucking school. Yeah. And because he brought his fucking dart gun and uh, he tried to shoot it at someone. Cool. So now he's getting a monitor, and we, and then we'll be separated from the rest of the children. Just now? We're just... Now he is? That's. It gave me the impression, though, that this wasn't the first school he's been to. Mm-mm. That this, this is not the only school he's been to in the last few years. No. In fact, that's why she keeps him home, because she's like, I don't know where to send him. I have nowhere right. to send where does him. He, right. Because I think it's like uh, how it is in England, where it's a lot of the public schools are actually like more. They're not like here. Like public schools here, like just go. You have to go. There, I think that they're you. You still have to like register and that sort of thing. I think. Yeah. Um, like you notice, he had a fucking uh, uniform he had to wear. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like they don't wear. I, I think I could be. Just relating everything I know about that. And this is Australia, too, which is different. It is. It's very similar. They do follow along with pretty much a lot of the... Yeah. Since they sent all their bad people there. Yeah. (laughs) That in here. That's why he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. um, (laughs) So, I guess in the meeting, they kept calling him, like, the the head of the bully. The boy. And I said, just call him the mistake. Why don't you just call him what he is? Man. (laughs) Fucking hated this kid. Um, Jesus. So See, I felt I was starting to feel bad no. for the kid. Nope. 
Nope. I felt bad because when kids act out, something is up. And sh- I mean, yes, on the one hand, shame on the mother for not paying attention and not trying to get him corrective care. But she's still going through the grief process herself. That's what's killing me. It's been six years. I know. So the fact... Grief knows no time. Oh, no, I 100% agree with that. But the fact that she has not reached out to someone in six years. Or has been encouraged to reach out to someone. Right. Because by her sister. Right. Is that, that's her sister Claire, Claire. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like her sister Claire can go fuck right off. Oh. What a well, bitch. Well, she takes... So <laughs> they go, they go uh, pick up groceries. And uh, my next note is... Oh, Samuel's just a joy to have at parties. My daddy's at the cemetery because he died in a car crash taking me, taking my mom to have me. Great. Great kid. He just speaks what's on his mind. See, that's- again, that's where I, I get ADHD or something. I think there's a... I think there is... A lot. Clearly, of the the, the social, no socialization. Right. He has some sort of social disorder. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's right. clear. That's why I feel bad for the kid because he's not getting the supportive care that he could have, that could correct it. Well, and it, he's acting out because he knows he knows kids don't only have uh, so many coping mechanisms. Unless you teach them otherwise. And the right. mother obviously was not present no. enough to, to teach him otherwise. She doesn't so that's why he's a piece of shit. Because of her. Well, and, and I think you have to make him so fucking awful. True. For the turn later. Because yes. Because he doesn't, he when she's the one who becomes the monster, he right. suddenly is not as bad. Right. Yes. His personality changes. Yes. So... Oh my god though. Dreaming. <laughs> Leading up to it. I was I watched this at my boyfriend's house and he was downstairs playing a video game and I was like an hour into the movie and he comes up I mean he's not watching the movie with me. He's completely downstairs and he walks up after like an hour and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with that kid in whatever movie you're watching? Shut him the fuck up." Literally <laughs> the first the, when he's like in the- he had no idea what I was watching. <sighs> My next note literally is (laughs) the mom screaming because he screams mom. I said, it's literally going through my skull. I was trying to type and it was hurting my head. Yeah. And that's when I went up to God. Thank you. Thank you for making me childless. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Him screaming in the backseat made me fucking scream. I was like, fucking shut up. Oh my God. You know what? It's effective because I was so angry. Yeah. I was angry as she was. It was was. acted well. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, I said my next note is, well, this adorable dog is going to die in a horrific way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bugsy. Bugsy. He was so sweet. Um, And so how do they find, does they just find the book? How do they get the book? He just finds it. Okay. He finds it in their library. Yeah, the Mr. Babadook book. And uh, she just decides to, like, instead of looking at it herself before she decides to sit down with him and read it, they read it together. Yeah. And it's the most disturbing fucking book. And um, it's pretty much like, it's it's very um, uh, rich, uh, um, Edward Gorey pictures. Yeah. 
and it's frightening. Like I, oh my god. Yeah. If I had come across the that, illustrations oh, and Jesus. the pop up, it's yes. terrifying. Yeah. And about how you're gonna be dead. Like it's like you know, if he gets inside your head, you're gonna be dead or something. Like Jesus. And she doesn't. She doesn't catch on quick enough. No. Because again, she didn't read it beforehand. Right. And now she's got to deal with a screaming child. Yeah. Because he's traumatized by the fucking book. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. All right. So my next note is the vibrator. So <laughs> she gets him to settle down and she's like, I'm going to fucking lay down and do oh, myself yeah. a favor. Right. Self-care. 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 She, I was like, she's watching all these like romantic yes. uh, commercials and movies and stuff like that, she and gets she misses. Yep, mm-hmm. she misses Oscar. I miss Oscar. Right, we all miss Oscar. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> and she gets her big old vibrator out, and I wrote my next note: Of course, fuckface is awake. Of course he is. Yeah, I know. And he, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah, and just as she's about to hit that high, speaking of coming, <laughs> yep, <laughs> he jumps on her bed. God. What a fucking cock block. Oh, my God. It's like two minutes. Two minutes, kid. I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, the Duke's in my room. And I wrote, you know what, fuckface? I hope the Duke is in your room. Oh, my God. Right now? <laughs> I take him for a babysitter right now. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. Just go do what you want with him. I don't fucking care. Give me five minutes. Go play with him. I don't go, care. Go give me five minutes and a, a video of Pedro Pascal. We'll be good. Okay. <laughs> um. So then we see her at work and how draining her life is. Like it's just. It's all monotony. over her face. It's, yeah. And she's working with like. Jared, like very, I think she's working in the dementia ward at some point. Yeah, these people are not responding to her bingo. No, she says at one point, maybe in a few days someone can call out bingo. That made me giggle. Um, but she's her boss doesn't find that funny. No, however. but Robbie, Robbie comes to the rescue. Yeah, he's so sweet. He meets her in the break room, and he offers to take a shift for her. Yeah. And I thought something bad was going to happen to Robbie because my next step was Robbie's so fucking cute. Of course, he's going to be murdered by the Papa Duke because right. in another movie, he would have been. Yeah. But he's not. Spoiler. Yeah. Murdered. Um, but instead of going home and taking care of her quote unquote sick kid, because she, cause she actually sent him to Claire's, her, um, her, <coughs> excuse me, her sister's because he can't go to school. Right. So she hasn't found a new school for him. So, but she's got to go to work. So he's got um, uh, her Claire's got a um a, a daughter the same age. Yeah. Ruby, 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 Ruby. <laughs> um, and so she goes to get some ice cream, kind of <clears throat> take care of herself some TLC. <coughs> she creepily watches. The bitch the just wanted an ice cream cone, man. And watch creepily watch some people make out in a car. Like a pervert. It's fine. I mean, I get it. I get it. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't get it because I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's weird. It's but. weird. Uh, but then she realizes that Claire has called her 10 times. Yeah. Because. Because her kid is acting up. 
Shocker. Right. He won't. Sh- can she before she takes she takes him to uh, Claire? She's like, do not talk about the Babadook today. Yeah. Shut your face. Please, about for it. God's sakes, <laughs> do not talk about it. Do not scare your aunt. Do not scare your cousin. But what does he do? Exactly that. Exactly. Because <laughs> um, he can't shut up about the Babadook. Yep. Um. So they get home, and at this point, she's like, I, I don't know what the fuck to do with it. And then. Who shows up? Oh, handsome Ravi shows up at the door with flowers for her and a game for him or no, a, model a model plane. Mm-hmm. Model plane. He says, for I know him. whenever I was sick, I would like to do a model. Yeah, he assumes that he's sick. <sighs> and of course, fuckface is like, I'm not sick. Yeah. So, um,. Amelia, that's her name. Yeah. Amelia, Amelia has to come clean and say he's not sick, but he's just He's home from school because, because I, yeah. he's a piece of shit. And, <laughs> and I Robbie can't control just mysteriously him. disappears. So we and we never see him again, boo. No, we assume he's like, well, fuck you. Because the thing is, he took over her shift. Yeah. Yeah. So. At the end of the day. Crush or not, he worked for her. Right. Because. She said he was sick. He was sick. Um, and then she finds Which out. Which sucks. I looked Robbie could have really been. Mm-mm. Robbie could have. Get it. Yep. <laughs> Robbie could fucking get it. Twice on Sunday. Talk about that vibrator. Yep. Mm-hmm. He could have been. I think he could have been a little more understanding. Like, regardless of that. Like, obviously, she's, she is still visibly exhausted. But the kids also says something really horrible. She's like, and you're not my, you're not my dad, too. He says something horrible. No, he's, he says um, she won't let me have a dad. That's it. She won't let me have a dad. Yeah. And I think he's just like, well, okay. Yeah. No, I don't think it's so much. Pump the like, brakes. Yeah, I think it's more like along the lines of like, I see you got something going on here. I'm going to peace. Right. Enjoy this. Right. Because she's still holding the flowers and she walks into the other room and then she notices that fuckface has gotten into the to the basement. Yeah. Which is supposed to be like a no-no area, I guess. I, I think that's it's where she all, kept all yeah. of Oscar's stuff. Well, he's gotten into it and made a goddamn altar downstairs oh to his father. Oh my God. Which I was like, you didn't even know him. But a child is curious. He only sees him in pictures. He probably never talks about him. Well, and that's the thing is like she doesn't keep any pictures of him around. The pictures are all downstairs. Too. Yeah. And he wants to know. He mm-hmm. wants to know that you know a part of his life that he's missing, and part of you know in in a normal grieving process, you would want to eventually talk about that person that's gone. Yeah. And tell them about, you know, and <clears throat> say what your father was like. Yes. As a, you know, this is what we're missing. So not let him for, well, not for, not for Otherwise, yeah, they're going to be, yeah. cu- otherwise, ki- children are curious. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to know for himself. You know, though, we're going on our own assumptions as A Americans, lot of assumptions. Of as, as Americans. We were just talking last night about how it's, because we, we were reading a book about, um, on CLBC that was uh-huh. placed in Ireland. Okay. And how it is, they are not so like, hey, let's talk about our feelings. No, that's and, true. And England is even worse. So you can imagine Australia is probably just as bad. Yeah. Like, let's not talk about our feelings. And so we're, we're putting our 21st which century. Might be another re- which might be another reason why she never even considered having a psychologist talk Correct. to the kid. Correct. I, it's just, it's just hitting me now. Like, yeah. Thinking yeah. About it. I mean, there is a there is a reason the term stiff upper lip. Yeah. 
for a reason. So yeah, the fact that, and a lot of times when you like, if you're looking at his, like I read his, you know, historical romance. So when yeah. a parent dies, usually in the, one of the books, mm-hmm. they, they get a mom real quick. Yeah. Like, usually it's a mom. They usually marry real quick because that kid needs a mom. Yeah. And we can almost going to forget about the other mom. And that's right. just how it was. Cause you got to move on. You got to move on. Cause your life spans. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. So maybe part of that's left over too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. But yeah, you're probably right with the mental health. There's just, we talk about how bad it is here. Yeah. Which it is, but I can only imagine other places is, are just as bad. I know um, Australia, when they've had situations where there have been like mass mass shootings and stuff, it's usually because there has not been there any modicum right. of mental care. Right. So. Not as impressed as we make it. Right. As, and, and we're shitty at it, so. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's created this no no um okay so um and, and all along samuel's just like i know do not leave me do not leave me and pretty much like don't let him in don't let him in. at one point yeah. one of his screaming fits he's screaming don't let me in don't let him in don't let him in don't let him in and i think that oh no first is when she's so right after she catches him downstairs and she screams at him and he goes upstairs. Yeah. They're sitting down to eat potato soup or whatever. And she finds glass in hers. Yeah. And she looks in his bowl. She's like, don't eat that. There's no glass in his, but there's tons of it in her, gla- in her bowl. And he goes, the Baba Duke did it. So you know that she's thinking that he fucking put that glass in, in her bowl. That's oh, what really? I was getting. That's where I was because the way he said it was almost like I didn't do it. The Baba Duke did it. Yeah, and because again, he's destroyed so much shit in the house, and he's constantly misbehaving. Yeah, he's 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 doing that like it's not my fault. It's the Baba Duke. It's the Baba Duke. Yeah. Um, and then she finds that he has. The Babadook, I guess, has destroyed the one picture. The one photo. Yep. Of Oscar, and of she and Oscar. And um, then she hears, I was, this is so horrible. This is horrible of me. I'm the worst person. No, because she hears a, th- a huge thud upstairs. <laughs> and she goes running up there and his dresser has fallen on its side. I was like, oh, please be under there. Oh my God. <laughs> he wasn't. I'm like, God damn it. I, was, I cheered in the basement. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Is this before or after they're at Claire's birthday par- or the, this is uh, Ruby's birthday this party? Is okay. This because um, they he, she destroys the book before they go to Ruby's birthday. Party. Yeah, she first she tears it up. And this is so this at one point is he's chanting, "Don't let him in! Don't let him in!" And then when they get home, she's like, "Fucking destroy that book!" She rips it apart yeah. and she throws it in the garbage. And you see her physically taking it out to the garbage, putting it in the in the can, yep. closing the lid. The next part is Ruby's party. And I just said, a lot of the people and kids in this movie are fucking the worst. Oh, yeah. All the children suck. All of the, from what, the one note I did like about this is that if you notice, all of the adults are in grays or blacks. 
Oh. And the kids, all the girls are in pinks and all the boys were in blues. And there is Amelia in her black coat with her pink dress. Mm. Um, But, yeah, they're like the most pretentious assholes. Oh, God. That one woman. The um, one woman pretends to... to, uh, Well... Devastated. Disadvantaged women. I work with disadvantaged women all the time. I was like, bitch, this woman used to be a ch- like a writer. Yeah. And so that's a prominent writer. Prominent writer. Excuse me, children's writer, children's author. Yeah. And and so fuck you. Fuck you, you you, you dumb broad. Like Yuppie bitch. Yeah. I mean <laughs> So it like she's talking about like I mean it's literally like I you know, I take care of the kids and I do my work for the charities. Right. Like, you know. Like how how awesome am I? Yeah, yeah. Pretentious um, slut. Well, she, <laughs> she she rips her a new asshole. Oh, she really great. does. It was awesome. It's like yeah. good good for you standing up for yourself, Amelia. Yep. Um, and um, oh god. So at one point, um, the fuck is his name? That fuck face goes up into the, the treehouse. <laughs> He's on the treehouse uh, of Robbie's or Ruby's backyard, and Ruby finds. He's her. kind of hiding away from everybody. He is because they're you know he's he, he's kind of one, an outcast. For one, it's mostly girls. Yes, and I mean, and he's not really that can't be fun. No, and and she just starts on him. Yeah, she's they and they. She's a little fucking bitch. Yeah, and they yell because she hears everything that Claire says to Amelia, mm-hmm. and she just repeats it and word vomits it at right. at poor Samuel. Mm-hmm. And he finally just pushes her out of the treehouse, which was gnarly. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was pretty like, gnarly. Go, go kid. Um, <laughs> and Claire is upset, obviously, and, right. and yells at them to leave. And, uh, is this, oh, wait, 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 this, so this fight's happening while, while, uh, Ruby and Samuel are in the treehouse because, uh, Claire says to, to Amelia, I can't stand being around your son. And she then says, you can't stand being around him yourself. Oh, I know. That was some truth bombs. There goes the kid out of the treehouse. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, this is just more screaming. He, she puts him in the car and it's just fucking pure screaming, screaming. to the point where, <clears throat> um, this is where he starts a seizure because is is the, what happens is it sounds like he, his brain overloads. That's what it sounds like. Brain overheats. That's what the doctor said. Yeah. There's just too much. His blood pressure probably increased. So more blood flowing to but really organs. we but really we saw like overstimulation yes yeah but before that in the car we saw like silhouettes of the Babadook like over the car oh was that that oh, that was later was it it's later when she crashes it oh okay this is where he's screaming at her in the face like he's facing her oh. but all of a sudden he stops and he turns and he looks at nothing and he's like Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And um, then he starts to seize. Then he see, yeah. And she pulls him out of the car and says, you know, finds somebody comes up to help her. Yeah, and the next scene is, the next cut is that she's at the hospital talking mm-hmm. to the doctor. Mm-hmm. 
His and brain is overheated, and she's just, she's beside herself. Oh, she's a mess. She's she hasn't a, slept. Yeah. Neither of them have slept. She's a steaming mess. Yeah. Um, and this is where I wrote, how many years she's just now going to take this fucker to a psychiatrist? Right. But, like we said, it's just different. Um, the doctor does give her a course of sedatives yeah. for him. He's, he's tranquilizers, tranquilizers, I believe. Yeah. Um, he's so that they can both about, sleep. Yeah. He's leery about it. He doesn't want to, but she's like, it's that bad. It's that bad. He's like, most moms don't want to do this unless it's that bad. She's like, and she's like, it's really bad. Yeah, look at this. Look face. at my face. <laughs> look at this face. Um, and, because they both and really part of this you know and as a doctor you know that part of one of the uh symptoms that she's describing is that neither of them sleep right and when you don't sleep you're you're hallucinate right and your neuroreceptors are off and that could be part it could be part of what's wrong with him right they need to sleep yes both of them and so the doctor reluctantly agrees to give this kid a fucking drink so, so he'll sleep you've got ptsd yeah you have depression yep. you have grief you have probably anxiety you have insomnia um you have constant um barrage of noises which puts people on edge which can be anxiety but yeah it's because the kid is just the kid and yeah is there a but shock it's like that- all that too the kid's dealing with that too right he's dealing with all those things too and he's dealing with a grieving mother he's dealing with with uh high anxiety and stress he's dealing with possible adhd or maybe us you know asperger's syndrome something or some kind of spectrum disorder some kind of social disorder all of that no wonder he's a piece of shit right i mean no wonder they create a fucking babadook right (laughs) right right so we didn't really talk about the babadook itself but when it in the book when it says it's coming in, because it says it like sneaks into your house pretty much. Yeah. And when it comes in, it goes. Duke, Duke, Duke. It's just like scratchy, like. It's uh, it's creepy. It's sure. effective. It's effective. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> um, and so she's she is getting to. Samuel to take the pill this night. He, he takes it. Yeah. And he makes her promise that she'll protect him if he protects her. So that was my little notice. Cause like, he's still I'm, fucking freaked out about the Babadook. My note was nah. And she's like, shut up. Just go the fuck to yes. sleep, please. Whatever. Cause in this next part, he says, I love you, mom. And she says, me too. Which is not, I love you too. Yeah. I wrote, I love me too. Right. <laughs> I'm about to love me too tonight. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm gonna think about Robbie <laughs> and Victor Vibrator. <laughs> Every time I just think of the name Robbie, I think of Robbie Hart and I think of the wedding singer. <laughs> um, everyone sleeps in the night. Yay! Yay! One night. One night. Oon. Um, <laughs> but guess what? Guess who's guess who's coming to dinner? <sighs> we get a. No one there. No one there. Then we get a... 
no one there. But we kind of, but she opens it. Mr. Babadook book. The book is on completely put together. Intact. Complete but and like taped, glued, glued yeah, back glued, together yeah. on the porch mm-hmm. or at her door. And uh, I just got chills. <laughs> this is what she does. Okay. So, <laughs> the book this is the poor best, fucking woman. The Jesus book is the Christ. best part of this fucking movie. It really is. It is. I wanted. I want a movie of just the book. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, a live action Tim Burton directed yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas esque. Yeah. Fucking scary Baba Duke. Um, but she does what she fucking should have done in the first yes. place. Yes. Is burn the fuck. What well, she should have done is got a camera, took pictures of all the pages, then burnt the fuck out of it. Yeah. Because, um. Yeah, I'd rather have a movie of, of, of the book. Right. Um. The images were, the illustration reminded me a lot of, um, Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The big mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I mean, it's, and I say, it's Edward Gorey, isn't it? Edward Gorey, I think. I think. But it's still not even like that, because even, these are more disturbing than Edward Gorey. Yeah. Um, Because his, like, this is more um, rough. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. Almost primitive, almost. Yeah. Like, um, artwork. Um, childlike mm-hmm. in some cases, which makes sense. Um, and yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's Edward Gorey. Um, yeah, I used to love. Do you remember he for um, masterpiece mystery? It was um, they. It was a cartoon by. Is it? Yeah. No wait. Yeah, Edward Gorey art. Yeah, um, and it was. Uh, his it was like cartoons that he had oh, the animation nice. at the beginning of it. It was it's fantastic. I mean, it's such a. I would love to have there. There was an alphabet book. Yeah. Of Edward Gorey. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say cute, but <laughs> I would have an Edward Gorey tattoo. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Wow. I love it. It's it's creepy cool. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Anyhow, so. She goes to the police because yeah. at this point she thinks that somebody's stalking them. Right. Because of the book and everything. And she's totally creeped out. Mm-hmm. But as she's talking to the she police officer. She gets a call, officer, too. She gets a call. Oh, house. she gets a, a phone call. Yeah, Baba. Talk, talk, talk. And she goes to the police. And then my next note is, why is everyone in this fucking ass, in this movie an asshole? I know. This Even poor woman. Or like. Well, you sound like a crazy person. It and was like, she realizes that and steps away. And it's like, can you listen to her? Look at the poor woman. I know. She's obviously distraught. Distressed. Yes. Yeah. Can you, like, maybe just listen to her and not be a dick? Okay. Hmm. Fine. 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 Um, she's, so, so all along, she's also had this very sweet neighbor, Mrs. Roach. Oh, who looks at, she's the only one, it seems, that can tolerate her kid. Yes. Because I think she knew Oscar. She did. I think Oscar lived there first. Yeah. So, and so she knew Oscar for a while. And she probably gets it. You know, like older people, you know how they say that grandpa, like, 
grandparents put up with a lot of shit because they've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, not earned, but it's almost like a war veteran. <laughs> they've seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So and they're... she sees that the kid is hurting and probably, you know, like that's what, and he doesn't seem to act up with her. No. In fact, and, and she almost relishes the his, his very blunt questions yeah because he asks questions and she will explain things to him yeah that probably gives her a thrill well like, that and and i don't think his and she mom's probably doing thinks it's that. cute no yeah. no because no and she knows she's grief stricken and won't answer those questions right. probably right and i'm sure mrs roach might talk to him about his dad yeah so which he's not getting from his mom right i would like to also stress that everything if about the dad is in the basement. Yes. It's very important that y'all remember that it's in the basement. Because just remember. <laughs> if we're talking about what this movie symbolizes in the And that the basement run. is always locked, but he knows where the key is and he right. sneaks down there. Right. And does like he, he it's it's, it's cute. It's, it's very much ownership of ownership of grief. Yeah. And right now, the ownership that Amelia feels that she has the ownership of the grief yeah. because she was the one who experienced it. He doesn't get to have that. Yeah. And that's why he has created. And that's why he acts out. That's why he has the Babadook. Yep. So, oh, let's see. She snaps at, the, at Mrs. Roach and then the dog hates her now, too. So yeah. the dog is like, <laughs> fuck you. The dog senses something. Well, this is also so. When the book is back, she goes through the book and she sees it is has gotten a hundred times worse. It has yeah. pop-ups now of her breaking the dog's neck. Yeah. And her breaking Samuel's neck. And this and then slicing her own. And horrible red. Oh, so the animation was really was so good. Awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> was awesome. Um, we might be sick. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a problem here. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, somebody called CPS on this bitch. I know, <laughs> CPS well, is here. Well, because the kid hasn't been enrolled in a yeah. school in, like, what, two weeks? Something like that? No, only a couple days. It hasn't been that much oh, at this okay. point. Um, but enough that they're probably watching because she's like, I'm going to go fucking somewhere else. And they're yeah. like, there's nowhere for you to go. There's nowhere, right. Um, but Samuel rats her out because he's like, <laughs> so he's a fucking narc. Uh, <laughs> Because he has no filter. No. So, and a lot of kids don't. A well, lot of kids don't understand right, right. discretion. Well, and as if you were saying, if he's, if he's on the spectrum, if he has a spectrum disorder, they don't have filters. No. And they're very blunt yeah. and up front. So for him to say, um, I'm, I, I mean, I'm pretty tired from the pills my mom gave yeah, me. No. It's like, fucking narcs. Like, oh my God, shut up. And uh, so they're this kind of woman. interested yeah. in that. And right before CPS shows up, she pretty much um, hallucinates and thinks that there's cockroaches crawling through her wall. Oh, behind the refrigerator. Yeah. In a hole in the wall. She she goes to answer the door with CPS as she's like frantically cleaning the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is not a great time. No. But they come in anyway and... Um, She's like, oh, I'm sorry, this is not a great time. I've been cleaning the kitchen, and there, there's a hole in the wall. And they go to the <laughs> kitchen. There's no hole in the wall. And she realizes that she has probably hallucinated it. Mm-hmm. And my one note is like, well, from this fucking state of this house, is it a shocker that she found cockroaches Honestly. everywhere? 
But the cockroaches become um a... Look at this, our hair our heroines in both movies have a brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Something yep. like that. Um but she's then goes, Oh, I mean, there was a hole in in, in the wallpaper and it was coming up. It was laying in eggs. It was laying eggs in the in yeah. the wallpaper. Cheer. So Cheer. Sam, Sam wants to go to bed. Yeah. It's six o'clock. She's like, No, you you have to stay up. You can't go yeah. to bed. The pills won't work. <laughs> She did right. Well, you know, she doesn't want to throw off a sleeping schedule, but at yeah. the same time, she's starting to get freaked the fuck out. Right. She doesn't want to be by herself. Yeah. So she wants him to stay up with her. Yeah. And they're watching television, and every time he tries to fall asleep, she turns out the volume up a little bit more. <laughs> volume up, volume up, volume up. And finally, they go to bed, and this was effective. I have yeah. to say. Yeah. You start hearing this metal scraping down the hallway. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then at uh, first she opens the door and it's Bugsy. Yeah. Little dog. Little dog. Dog comes in, goes back to bed. She's like, relieved. One thing I will say, the other thing I will say about this movie is the play on dark and shadow and light in this movie is fantastic. Because it is. It's really well done. Her bedroom is so dark and you cannot see what's in the dark. And that's what makes it scary. Yeah. So. She's all like, okay, well, obviously it was Bugsy. So let's go back to sleep. Nope. Metal scraping again. More metal scraping. More metal scraping. Then the door flies open and you hear. And then she throws, and this is like the second or third time she's done this, is she throws the covers over her head. Yeah. Like a child would. Yeah. Like if I can't see the monster, the monster can't see me. Right. She pulls them down and a figure is scuttling around the ceiling, ceiling like a cockroach. Yeah. And you can't get a real good view of it. Yeah. You figure that it's the Babadook. Yeah. But you don't. We assume it is. You assume. Um, I'm looking for my notes. Um, and then it goes into her mouth. That's oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) So she's like, "Fuck!" And she gets up, and this is where they go downstairs, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And they take. So she takes him downstairs. Um, because at this point she's sleeping. Like he's, she's got Samuel in the bed with her, and they go downstairs. And my next note is Australian TV at four in the morning is fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, it's like crazy shit from the teens, like 1910. A lot of what looks like George Millier stuff. Like, yeah. At one point there was Phantom of the Opera play. Yes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of early, early film. Yeah. Uh, but there's a definitely like in, in, you know, just, um, in, brain <laughs> within that you also see very much the babadook yeah in that same like yeah style. there were like flashes of something she was watching of this old like cinema carnival carnival mm-hmm. thing yep and almost like a freak show kind of yeah thing and every now and then the babadook pops up yeah, and it's very exaggerated looking. It's awesome. Yeah, this scene, it was this scene it was cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um. And then 
this is where Amelia's personality really changes. Um, she's sleeping during the day. Yeah. And Samuel's trying to wake her up because he's hungry. Yeah. And she, oh my God. My heart broke for this kid. She, Cause this is where, he, and he's like, you know, doing the same, like mom, mommy, mom, mom. But, but she, it's, it's almost like she has now become possessed as opposed to him. Yes. And she tells him to go eat shit. <laughs> I'm just kind of here for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, now we start getting Baba Duke's attacks during the day. Yeah. This is the car accident. Okay. So this is where we got the we got the Baba Duke on the top of the car. Yeah. And we see it in the rear view mirror. Yeah. And how would you explain it? Because it looks like a cartoon. It looks like the cartoon. It does. It looks like the illustration of the book. Right. Right. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, because we don't have like a full out monster. Yeah. Like a CGI'd monster. Right. Um, but she fucking wrecks that car. Oh yeah. She wrecks she wrecks this car. I would have done that I would have done that years ago at this point. <laughs> Found the fucking closest tree and just Um This guy comes out that the car that she hit. Yeah. And he's starting to yell at her and she just fucking without a word just Drives away. Yep. <laughs> so she just pieces out of it. And she decides to take a fully clothed bath. So, as you do. That freaked me out. And then she, you know, Samuel's she coming Samuel up to her. Too. Right. She brings Samuel in with her. She's like, isn't this nice? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, sure. But, however you were feeling about Samuel at the beginning of this movie. Now is when you start to shift. Right. Because you start to is, become more empathetic. And he's his, and he's changing. He is. He's not as annoying. No. At all. Because he's. He's, he's now terrified. He's terrified. Yeah. And this is where you do do you you start feeling for him. So you want to protect this baby because he's yeah. like he's scared and good on this little Noah Wiseman because holy shit. Like, yeah. You felt the terror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did a really great job. And her you feel the craze. And I think I think honestly you have he has to be that awful and you have to fucking hate him so yeah. much. Yeah. To get where she's going in this movie. Yeah. To get the crazed mania she gets because yeah. she gets fucking nuts. Yeah. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she gets Oscar's violin from the basement. Yeah. And she like, she cuddles with it and sleeps with it. With it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is definitely like, she's got to go down there and take a piece of the grief. Right. And with take her. it upstairs with her to hold it because I think she's, it's becoming part of her. Yeah. And then she starts to hear voices. Someone saying, there's someone in the house. There's someone yeah. in the house. At this point, she's fully fucking lost it. Oh, yeah. Yep. She's completely I'm, gone. My note is I'm assuming the Babadook has taken her over. Yeah. Um, she's walking around brandishing a large knife. Yep. And um, I'm actually liking her character now. She's halluc- oh my god! <laughs> she hallucinated killing Sam and the dog and the dog. But uh, okay, no. So I wrote. Well, this is foreshadowing her killing the dog. 
Um, because I think the dog comes up to her and then scurries away. Yeah. Because it senses something. mm -hmm. And then she brings out ice cream for them to eat. (laughs) For dinner. Yay. It's weird. It's real weird. And it's a big fluffy bowl of ice cream. With like marshmallows and shit. Yeah. And she's just sitting there watching. He reluctantly takes it. Same. Same Samuel. Same. Because I bet you he thinks that she's probably put something in it. Yeah, because I assume she crushed one of his pills. Right, because this, I think this is the part. This is the this is after she's tried to give him a, a pill, and he's pretended like he's taken it, and yeah. he has it. Good for him. Um, Smart boy. Yeah. So she's really hallucinating at this point. And yeah. She's and more light bulbs are breaking. Yeah. The, house. the electricity is like spasming. Mm-hmm. Um, she is this where Mrs. Mrs. Roach comes. Or is that no, later? it's a little later. Because okay, now okay. she goes down to the basement and she sees Oscar. Yeah. And oh, this is awful. He says to her, we can be together. You need to bring me the boy. And she, she says, says like, the boy. like, And it like harkens her back to the very begin to the beginning mm-hmm. when those school officials called him the boy. And right. she's like, his name is Samuel. Right. And so she realized, this is like a moment of sanity where she realizes yeah. that she's actually talking to the Babadook at yeah. this point. The Babadook he wants has the, taken. He wants the boy. Mm-hmm, he has taken Oscar's uh, form. Form. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and also, he's a fucking Hemsworth. Um, oh, yeah. He's gorgeous. This is where we get the fucking Babadook is loud and proud, man. He's coming yeah. for her because this is where he starts climbing down. The chimney. And my notice, this is the most amazing scene of dread. It's a literal yeah. manifestation of grief and depression taking over someone. Yeah. It knocks her on her stomach. Yeah. Because it comes down the chimney and just knocks her over. Yeah, completely. Completely. Um, and you, and this is where she, oh Jesus, because the whole time, you know that her personality changed. You know the Babadook has taken her over, but she keeps touching her mouth. Yeah, the, like there's something wrong, wrong with, with her, her jaw tooth. or her tooth or mm-hmm. something. Well, she she solves that because she starts Ooh. removing her teeth. Ooh. Oh, and that was then nasty. She's, she's also levitating. She's like, like levitating. Another common theme. <laughs> yeah, she kind of like <laughs> levitates across the room to him, um, and she says to him, "Sometimes I want to smash your." fucking head against a wall until your fucking brains pop out (laughs) everybody um, in this movie said (laughs) and i think at this point the dog is dead i did not watch that scene i knew it was coming i had watched i when i saw the cute dog and i barely remember this movie from before so i went up and looked at does the dog die.com and some beautiful um reader listener whatever viewer commenter put the exact time of when the dog got murdered yeah so i was like thank you and so i texted you this morning and said or last night when after i got done yeah i was like just so you know yeah here's where you can skip <laughs> i watched it it was Did fine you? i was okay with not watching it it's i fine. mean it you know it, it's whatever it's I, what it is i figured what happened yeah you right yeah, you can good. figure it out i didn't need to see it no you don't nope um <laughs> triggers <laughs> which is funny because like in megan dog mm-hmm. gets killed that but we do not see it at all you know he does oh she takes him he like kind of scoops him up but that's all you see 
Oh, interesting. Which I think is very... I, I fucking know the dog's dead. I don't need to see her ripping a head off. Thank yeah. you. We're good. Okay. But this is where the the late neighbor lady comes over. Mrs. Roach. Oh, mm-hmm. she was so sweet. Yeah. She's like, is everything okay? Just checking in on you. Yeah. And... Because this is after Samuel has called her. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. That's why she gets so angry and says, "You disobeyed me again." Sometimes I want to, yeah, you know, you deliberately disobeyed me. Yeah. Oh, because um, earlier Sam was like, maybe we should call somebody like Mrs. Roach or Claire. Claire. She's like, "Don't call anybody. We're fine." Yeah. Yeah. And she catches him talking to Mrs. Roach on the phone. Oh, and she you immediately see she's like he deliberately disobeyed me again and that's when she levitates at him oh, and yeah. says like I want to smash your fucking head against a fucking wall um yeah also this is also when her voice is getting distorted like the demon exactly yep. exactly it's not it's clearly not her nope. own voice um and then um let's see she she tries to she she sees Mrs. Roach. All of a sudden, we have a smash cut to mm-hmm. um, Samuel sitting in the kitchen. And she comes into him, and you think that she has come back to herself. Yeah. Because she's like... She speaks in a very soft voice. Samuel. Yeah. Mrs. I think we should go to see Miss. We should go stay with Mrs. Roach tonight. Well, Samuel knows better, because you can't... Yeah. He'll never get rid of the Babadook. And, she, and he stabs her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, sorry, mommy. And he runs away. <laughs> well, and she, full rage, tries to, well, so, she, um, how does he get her downstairs? Oh, he, so, yes, he's got, he's got fucking home alone traps up yeah. for her into the basement. In the basement, yeah. So, he, she wakes up, because he, he, he's got like a, um, a trip wire. And yeah. And she falls down the stairs. And she passes out. She wakes up. She's she's strapped to the down the the floor. Gulliver's Travers, Lilliputian yeah. style. <laughs> and she gets one of her arms loose, and she's full out possessed. Oh, straight up, straight up. And he's like, "You let it in. You have to. Yeah, you yeah. let it in." And she, you have to, to get st- it out of you. She tries to strangle him. Yeah, I mean. She's trying real hard. Yeah. But then he pets her face. Oh, I know. And she kind of snaps out enough that she starts to throw up. Yeah. And she throws up black ink. Yeah. Which I thought was very. Black ichor. Yeah. Um, But as he says, you can't get rid of the Babadook. You can't get rid of it. Her husband comes out of the shadows at this Uh, point. It has taken his form again. Yeah. And this is where... We see his head slices in half. Oh, that was so gnarly. Something with the car. Something like that happened in the car. Something with the car. Something flew at the car. Extremely traumatic. Yes. Um, and then... How do they... Um, because it scurries back downstairs. How do they get out of the basement? Back upstairs. Oh, I don't remember. Because when they fight the Babadook, they're upstairs because the Babadook scurries all the way downstairs. Okay. And lock and she locks it in the basement. Okay. When he says you can't get rid of the Babadook, 
the Babadook takes him upstairs. Oh, that's right. And starts banging him against her yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. Because the Babadook, then, mm-hmm. once the Babadook is out of her, he then attacks and, and tries to take Samuel. Yeah, it and whips he him upstairs. whips him upstairs mm-hmm. into the bedroom. she's in the bedroom. And um, she then, uh, she confronts the Babadook at this point, um, and she screams at it. Yeah. And pretty much scares it yeah i want to say enough that it retreats all the way down to the basement where she locks the door behind it yeah and then we have almost like and like end scenes you think the movie's over but it's not it's not there's still like five minutes left so we next scene comes up and she's in the garden she's she's collecting worms she's collecting worms with him. With Samuel. And Samuel is, like, having a grand old day. No, I'm sorry. First, what happens is she goes... First, CPS comes, I think. No, what she does is she goes to collect him at Mrs. Roach's. Oh, okay. And Mrs. Roach asks, what time today to come over for the party? Yeah. Because he's having his birthday party. He's never had a birthday party... On his birthday. birthday. Because it was the same day that Oscar died. Right. And something happened to her leg at some point. I don't remember. He stabbed her. I thought That's he stabbed where her he... in the shoulder. No, he stabbed her in the leg. Okay. So, and, and Mrs. Roach says, you know, mind your mind your mom's leg. So Mrs. Roach, I, I think, is the most accepting woman on the planet. Uh, yeah, no questions. No questions Just as no. to why the child, how she got stabbed in the leg. Right. Was it a drug bust? Who the fuck oh knows? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so they go back over and he asks, a, you know, like, um, uh, well, it's, yeah, so CPS does show up because he's going to have his birthday. Yeah. And, um. It's a better, tr- it's a better visit. Yeah. Um, There's balloons and party stuff up and the, yeah. and you know, the CPS lady is like, oh, so you're having a party today? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes, I've never been able to have one on my birthday because my dad died the same day on the way to the hospital. <laughs> yes. Dad, me. Yes. And again, word vomits. <laughs> yeah. And the CPS worker's like, oh, well, party's fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> having a party's great. Right. And, um. So then they're in the they're in the garden and she's pick, bless, bless you. Thank she's you. picking up worms in a bowl, bless you. Thank you. And he is so then she's like she, they walk inside and he's like she goes, I want you to stay out here. I will come get you when hmm. you are when you know. when I'm done. Yep. She unlocks she's got like four or five locks in the basement door. Yeah. Goes downstairs and she this part was cool. Yeah, I liked this. So she puts the bull down, and this force, yeah, comes out of the darkness, knocks her back, knocks her back, almost does like a matrix reload, <laughs> yeah. like backward bend, and she comes up and she faces it. She's scared, yeah, definitely outwardly scared, but she shushes it, yeah, and it takes the bull and goes off, and she comes out. And Samuel asks how it was. And she says, what did she say? It was pretty good today. It was a good day or something like that. And he proceeds then to show her a magic trick that he's done. 
Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, and um, that's pretty much. And the that's end the end of the movie. Yeah. So, what did that symbolize to you? To me, it symbolized, like you said, the Baba Duke. To me, symbolizes grief and trauma, mm-hmm. and you never, ri- you are never rid of it. No, and that. But you learn how to deal with it. Exactly, and the reason that it was the basement. Is that they could shut it away. It's still there. And it's, it's still, still there and you still have to access it. Yep. Every now and then. And it'll still, you still have to nurture it. Right. And the f- fact that she is dealing with it herself. Yes. In her telling, own time. Exactly. And telling Samuel, you need to be outside. I need to go handle this. Yeah. I will come get you. They're being, their communication is so much better. It is. And their relationship is better. Yes. And he seems like a well-adjusted kid at this point. Yeah. Enough. Enough. Yeah. He's still six. He's well, still seven six. now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, there's, an, there's a reason that it's in the basement. And there's a reason why all the dad's stuff is in the basement. Is that is where the bar- that is the manifestation of the Baba Duke is the memory where his things of have. the father. Yes, the grief of the father. Yeah. So, is it a great movie? Eh. <laughs> no. Do I ever want to watch it again? <laughs> Fucking no. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. Oh I mean, god. I mean, honestly, it's it has. I think I got more out of this movie. Yeah. Than I definitely did than Saint Maud. Oh my gosh, yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Because I kept, like... Uh, it's something we all experience at some point. You know, an hour into the movie, I'm like, it's grief. It's grief. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like... Yeah. But it still was slow and... Slow as fuck. Ugh. I was checking time, checking time. I, checking I time was too. Both movies. I was checking my watch. The other thing I noticed, I just, this just hit me and I'm so dumb for not realizing this. Like, <laughs> no one besides the dog dies. Yes. Meaning Which it cannot sucks. be an outside. <laughs> right. But it can't be an outside force. Like I should have known that Robbie was not going to die because he right. has nothing to do with the grief that. No. One person has already died. Yeah. And that has brought the Babadook. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. When I think about the the idea of it, that the grief has manifested, you know, manifested as a book, as a children's book, as she was a children's author. Right. And she was pregnant. Yeah. And it has grown exponentially throughout the years as, since her, since Samuel's birth. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Again, I think what I hated about this movie is because he's so fucking obnoxious at the beginning. I know. And he and he is. He is. But that's how children are when they act down and they don't know how else to deal with whatever they're dealing with. They're trying to deal with. Right. And 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 I think that's why it's like I fucking hate this movie. And that's really why, because it is it's not it's not an enjoyable movie. Again, yeah. it's like saying, my, I'm not enjoying it. No one's going to come out of there going, it's a movie. Wow, that's a, I enjoyed that. Right. But what I a mean, great film. That really changed my life. Right. Not that a horror movie is supposed to. No, but I think there's a lot of discourse that can happen after this. Kind of like 
like I said, without waters, out of like Saint Maud, you can have conversations about it too. Like mm-hmm. what what it really means. Again, do I want to watch and dissect it again? Fuck no, no, no. But yeah, don't no, need to. No, it's now this is the second time, second viewing, where I'm like, oh, I caught a lot more than I watched the first time. I think the kid turned me off so fucking early. Oh yeah, that I was like, the, um, upon first viewing, attention. yeah, I was yeah. not paying attention to the rest of it. Yeah. But he is adorable once he's not obnoxious anymore. Yes. <laughs> once he's no longer possessed by the Babadook. Yeah. 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 And I'm kind of sad that he does not have a career. I mean. Yeah. He should. Sad. He was a good actor. Yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes that happens. Yeah. When you're such a good actor and people associate. Because I was looking at reviews and a lot of them are, you know, the kid's fucking obnoxious. That's what a lot yeah. of them are like. Yeah. But. I mean, you know, it has to kind of be. Kid is a kid. Kid is a kid, and kid has to be to make it work. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into ratings, hold on. Yeah. i got to tell you about um, Robbie. Okay. Um, Daniel Henshaw. Ooh. 40 years old. Ding. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, his most, like, the, one, the thing that I kind of know him for, uh, from is the Snowtown murders, which... It's a true story. Oh. It is fucked up. Oh, shit. Movie is fucked up. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a true story. Almost positive. Based on true events, 16-year-old Jamie falls in love with, falls in with his mother's new boyfriend and his crowd of self-appointed neighbor watchmen, a relationship that leads to a spree of torture and murder. It's fucked up. Shit. He plays the the boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Uh, He's also in a whole shit Bunch of sh- bunch of stuff. Bunch of shit. Bunch of shit. Um, he was in um, defending Jacob. Do you remember hearing about that? Yeah, show? yeah. He's in that. Like he plays a pretty decent part in that with Chris Evans. <laughs> and then the other big thing that he that people from here might know him in is Turn Washington Spies. Um, was that movie or that show? Was a TV show on AMC? I think it was with um, Jamie Bell, where it was about spies during the Revolutionary War. Oh wow. Uh, he he's in 40 episodes so I'm pretty sure he's, oh, right. he's a bigger part but um yeah he's also in something called How the Duke Stole Christmas <laughs> and I guess it's an e-card that <laughs> we might have to look up but it's a short so um, the other thing that I wanted to point out I read that Jennifer Kent owns the right to this story interesting there will never be another Baba Duke too. There will never be a reboot of the Baba Duke. There will be, never be a sequel to it. Nice. Yep. She did that on purpose. Good so for her. No one could get it. She yeah. wants all the rights to it. Yeah. Good for her. Okay. Get the rights to your own shit. Do you want to know about Oscar? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that later. Yeah. Let's do ratings. In my dreams. Mm, okay. Yep. Go ahead. Oh. Um. Uh. Blood and gore. How many blood droplets? One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Eh, two. Because there was the black ichor that she barfed out. I'm going to say one. Still saying one? Okay. Yeah. Um, if I'm comparing that and saying mod. Yeah. See, I thought that Duke was more gory than. She lit herself on fire. Eh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, there's that and the the nails and the feet and the 
And then her stabbing Amanda. I mean, that stab yeah. scene was rough. Yeah, it she was. She blood coming out of her. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> spooky scary. I said one and a half, I think. Did you? I think. So I'm going to, for St. Maud. So I'm going to say some parts of this were very effective. So I'm going to say two. I, mean, I agree, two. The dark, the play in the dark is really effective. Yeah, the lighting was really, really good in this movie. The sound design, again, is amazing. Yeah. But it didn't freak me out. No, no, I wasn't scared. But it was, it was eerie. Some of it was. It was, it was creepy. It was creepy, yeah. Uh, sex and nudity. <laughs> what we wanted to do to Robbie. I know. <laughs> or Oscar. Do you count the masturbation scene as sex and nudity? Yeah, I mean, she's having sex with herself. <laughs> I mean, one. 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 Um, and finally, last but not least, Cold Black Hearts. How entertained were you? This one's tough. Two. Yep, same. Yeah. Because, I, I, again, like, I kept my interest. Yeah. I, you know, it's... It is go time. It is go from minute one. There is no downtime. There's no downtime, but it was slow as fuck. Oh, there's it's repeat. It could be cut. There's could a lot could be cut out of this. Like the whole thing. With but the then cousin, it would have been an hour long movie. The stuff with the cousin could have got cut out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have trimmed a lot of this. Um, or because we have we have the neighbor. We don't need the cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she just she didn't add much. No. Um. Cool. All right. Yay. Yay. Um. All right. Let's do some recommendaciones, and then we'll talk about what's coming up. <laughs> so. Or should I'm we going... do it the other way? No, let's do it this way. It's fine. Yeah. Um. What I've been watching the last few weeks because it just makes me happy. And I've needed a little bit of happy and a laugh. I've been watching South Park. I know I've recommended be- recommended it before, but fuck I it, I don't give a it. shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've been. I've been falling asleep to the commentary. Oh, nice! Because nice. they do commentary mini, and I appreciate that. Nice. <laughs> nice. So you can go through a whole season, and it's only um, like forty five. Uh, yeah, but they have them on YouTube too. Oh, do they? Yeah. Cool. Um, someone spliced together all the commentaries. Nice. Um, so you can go through a whole season in like 45 minutes to an hour, ba- barely, you know, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah. Um, going through an entire season. So that's awesome. I'm forever for Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I'm forever a fan. No, <coughs> excuse me. I go in spurts where I, forever you're good. <laughs> I will, I will just put it on in the background and let it yeah. run. So, uh, usually yeah, I'll me get, too. I'll get and through all of them and yeah. then. Start at the beginning. Yeah. I do that with a lot. I do that with Bob's Burgers. I do that with um, Family Guy. I yeah. I do that with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Just put them on the background as I'm falling asleep. Yeah. It's yep. easy to do. They're just, they're just clever as fuck. 42 years old. Anyhow. Yay. There's a reason they're adult comedies or gar- adult cartoons. Yes. Cool. Um, How about you, lady? Well, uh... I saw The Fablemans, which was very good. Yeah. Um, autobiography, somewhat autobiography. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close because it's based on the book that Anne Steel, uh, Spielberg wrote 
in conjunction with her brother, Stephen, about their lives. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's pretty autobiographical because yeah. he directed and wrote it. Oh, uh, there you go. So, but it's based on the book that she wrote. Um, it's very good. It's very good. Um, it's long. Yeah. It's long, but it doesn't feel super long. Like, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel it like some movies do. Yeah. Um, Where do I find that? I saw it at the movies. I think you can only see it at the movies right now. Oh, okay. Um, maybe, but who knows anymore? You might have to, it, it, the only thing is though, a lot of, so a lot of things now you can watch streaming, but you have to pay 20 bucks. And I'm like, I'd rather pay a ticket, which is right. like for, I think for Fableman it was like eight bucks because we went during the day. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it was excellent. Excellent movie. Um, Good. it's, it's Spielberg at his best. Mm. Um, I was hoping we'd get into how he met George Lucas. <laughs> um, but it's like a fictional named, it's Sammy Fableman. Oh, like, okay. 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 Um, but Paul Dano's in it. Paul Dano is just, I love, Seth Rogen's in it. Nice. Seth Rogen is great in it. The standout though, of course, is Michelle Williams playing, she made some choices. She made a lot of choices. I, and from what I understand, it's how Steven Spielberg's mom was. And wow. holy shit. She really? was a lot. A lot. Wow. Um, but yeah, I would recommend that. Um, totally. It's not my favorite of the movie, uh, movie of the year. It's not going to be the one that I'm yeah. rooting for, uh, next week or whenever those are. Um, the other thing I'm going to say, I'm going to do rec, I'm going to toot my own horn is I'm going to say, go, um, listen, I would go watch out, uh, Outwaters and Skinnamarink. Yeah. And then go watch my reviews. Enjoy. Um, yes. There's going to be very few of you who like Skinnamarink. I'm going to tell you right now. And there's going to be probably just a smidgen more, not too many more that like Outwaters. Um, because it is a trip. It's a fucking trip um it's for the last hour of the movie movie's an hour and 50 the first 50 is getting to know the people and the last hour is bonkers goddamn bonkers um the one thing i will not recommend however on this show do not do not fucking waste your time with megan guys don't really yeah it's, I don't, I watched the unrated version. Well, you know what? Just go watch my review. Go watch my review. I'll tell you. I will do that. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I spoil a lot of it so you don't have to watch it because I personally don't think it's anything. It's a fucking, well, I also, I say in the review, it's a haunted doll movie. So there you yeah. go. It's whatever. Um, I will not, I will not be watching Megan too. Let's just say that. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. It's whatever. Um, I will say, spoiler, <laughs> the girl playing Megan. Yeah. Who, fucking A plus. Yeah. Watch, if you're going to watch it, watch it for her performance. It's amazing. I do still kind of want to watch it. Oh, it's free. So stick it on. I mean, I just wouldn't, if I were anybody, I wouldn't pay to see it. I'm so glad I waited for it to be on yeah. Peacock. Yeah. I did enjoy Peacock has, you can have curated, like, lists. There's, like, um, uh, I can't think of her name right now. Nailed it. Nicole Byer has her own curated list on Oh, Peacock. nice. Megan has Did I ever her. tell you I went to see her? 
Oh, I love her. Oh my gosh, she was great. Did you see stand up? Yeah. Oh, she's great. I she's love She's fantastic. Her. Nailed it. If you've not watched it, fucking nailed it. Watch Nailed It. All yeah. of my favorite people are into guesting on it. Jason Manzukis is on there quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there you go. What is coming up? I'm so fucking excited. Oh yeah. Because then we can talk about we could talk about April a little bit. Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh first up is uh we decided to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Look at the Irish. Our people. Um <laughs> Grabbers. Grabbers. I think we should have a game as to how like take a drink. How many times every time they say grabbers. Enjoy Really? Grabbers. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I'm gonna have to be very close to a bathroom. Um because <laughs> <laughs> I mean they drink a lot in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I have no bladder. Um and the other one coming up, which oh is a surprise God, so to us excited. both. We all we've heard and seen of this movie is the trailer, and yep. we were sold. And that it was filmed in Connecticut and not <laughs> Ireland. Oops. They just is... got a bunch of Bostonians in. <laughs> hey, um, do you have a Finnegan last name? Cool. Come on and be in our Perfect. movie. Perfect. Can you do the shittiest Irish accent? Does it sound like you've been in an Irish Spring commercial? Cool. Right. Come on over. What's your name, Patrick? Close <laughs> enough. We're not all patties here. What's your name, Sean? Okay. All right, that works. Yeah. Uh, movie called Plague Town. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of bluish white makeup. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Plague, like I, I realized that maybe it sounded like I would have said, like I said, Playtown, but Plague Town. Playtown Play is something completely different. Gross. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's what Amelia's thinking about with her vibrator. There you go. What's coming up in April, Miss Ray? It's Evil Dead Mom. To celebrate Evil Dead Rise. Yay. We're going to first do, first um, episode will be um, Evil Dead, the original. Because we realized there are three Sundays yeah, there are five Sundays out of in the month, mm-hmm. so three out of the five we are gonna do evil fucking dead. Yeah, we are. So, and so first first episode be be original, and then the remake. Second will be Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. The last of the month will be our review of the new of Evil Dead Rise, and then yes. some Ash versus the Evil Dead. Woo! Um, excited. Then May. I'm ex- I'm excited for you to announce May. Really? Yes. Oh, you want me to do it? I want you to do it. It's Mall Madness May. <laughs> Woo! So we decided all the movies that take place in a mall. mall. Um, get your get your get your Mall Madness games out, girls. <laughs> Um, so our first episode of May will be Chopping Mall and Night of the Comet. Yes. Our second of the month will be Eight-Legged Freaks and Phantom of the Mall. Yes. You heard be, that right. Yep. It's going to be gr- It's going to be May. <laughs> oh, excellent. All right. Well, people can find us a bunch of different places. Can they not? Can Just fucking Google it. Google booze, boobs, and blood. You can find us. <laughs> nice. You can find us on so many social mediums. 
if any of you guys are listening there that are close to us um who are listening in the cleveland area we yes. are going to you can come out and see us we're going to be going to the hudson um st patrick's day haunt on the 18th so come down to the um i think it's called st patrick's something revenge probably i don't know <laughs> oh um it's brought Hold it's, on. it's put on by the hudson jc's yeah so um so we are going on saturday the 18th so if you guys are there um and we i'm sure we'll be in we will be in b3 gear so you'll know who yep. we are okay uh we'll also be at springtime for the trivial dead at oh, no yes. class this tuesday oh, good. yes i'm sorry tuesday the 7th at 7 p.m at no class in yeah. lakewood Hopefully I can get this out in enough time. That you can see <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. My brain. Um, shout out to Cousin Bobby. Yes, we'll, we'll be see seeing you, soon. Cousin Bobby. All right. How do we end this thing? Maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,